Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. Three months and one day ago, the NASCAR Cup Series had a checkered flag dropped on this 2022 season. And here we are, my friends, some 91 days later, ready to crack the seal on the 2023 season and NASCAR's diamond anniversary. Hello and welcome to Southern California and the incomparable Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Motor Racing Network is live and on the air. Mike Bagley here with the entire MRN crew. Welcoming you to NASCAR's 75th anniversary, kicking off this easy evening with one of the coolest events on the schedule. Jeff Striegel and Alex Hayden, our top side gentlemen, welcome to 2023. And Jeff, it is so good to be back at a track that has given us so much excitement just one year ago. Yeah, amazing, isn't it, Mike? And uh, welcome back to you as well. From the greatest stadium in the world, as you pointed out, the Los Angeles Coliseum. And it sure looks like that today, Mike. And Alex Hayden, uh, as Mike just pointed out, we were here a year ago. But what a difference a year makes. You're right, because last year at this time, nobody knew exactly what to expect. Could we even pull this off? Could we race the NASCAR Cup Series cars inside the greatest stadium in the world? Well, yeah, we could, and we're back to do it again. The other thing about it last year is the unknown of the brand-new race car. Well, we've got a full year under our belt with that as well, and based off of the practice and qualifying we saw here at the Coliseum yesterday, times are tight. The aggression meter is already up for a lot of these drivers after practice. I expect a great race today, one year later. All right, let's talk about today. By the way, this is an absolute engineering marvel. If you have not seen it, you know, certainly go out and take a look at it and you will really truly understand what we're getting ready to do 13 second laps around what is normally a usc football field let's talk a little bit about the format we've got a whole different uh, lineup of events today compared to anything else we do starting with heat races four heat races nine cars in each heat race top five finishers will advance to the main event the bush light clash the other four finishers from those will then go to one of two different what we call lcqs Last chance qualifiers. 50 laps, the duration of those two races. Top three from each one of those races will also advance to the main event. The 27th and final spot will be the highest finisher in 2022 driver points. Not owner points, driver points. Unlike last year and the first time we did this, this year we've had medals that will be awarded in the Bushlight Clash. Gold for the winner, silver for second, bronze for third. Every driver wants a medal, but you can't get your hands on that medal and have it placed around your neck on the podium until you make it into the main event. This is step number one. The pressure is on right now. If you have the track position at the drop of the green flag, the pressure is hang on to it. If you don't have it, the pressure is what are you going to do to get it? 
And here we go with heat race number one, Justin Haley, Eric Almarola, row one. Justin Haley, the quickest qualifier of everybody yesterday. Row two, Alex Bowman and Harrison Burton. Row three, Joey Logano and Noah Gregson. Row four, Michael McDowell and Chris Busher all alone in row five, starting ninth. Work to do for Ty Dillon. Again, nine cars, 25 laps. Let's bring in from Anaheim, California, Dan Hubbard, who's high up in the grandstands. Well, thank you, Alex, and good afternoon or good evening to everybody, depending on where you are in this country. The excitement is absolutely palpable here in the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. What a great day. What a great track. We saw a lot of action yesterday as A.J. Allmendinger got into Chase Briscoe. Logano spun, trying to get around Tyler Reddick, and Brad Keselowski ticked off just about everybody because he refused to be passed, and all of that was during practice. Today is race day, and we expect that aggression level to get even higher throughout the afternoon. I'll cover all the action for you from the stadium seats outside of Turn 3 here at the Los Angeles Coliseum. All right, Dan, thank you very much. That's the broadcast team for you here this afternoon. Again, my name is Jeff Striegel. Alongside Alex Hayden, you've got Steve Post inside the Coliseum, Jason Toy outside, and working in and around the garage area, and of course, Dan Hubbard over in Turn 3. Take a look, Alex Hayden. Set the stage. What a beautiful venue and an and a amazing sight. Started off this morning damp. Now the sun is out. Blue skies directly overhead. We've got downtown Los Angeles, California, and the skyscrapers just behind turn number two. The Hollywood sign up in the hills over behind turn number three. The Pacific Ocean over there, which is behind turns three and four. It is spectacular. A little bit different this year where the concert stage are, where Wiz Khalifa and Cypress Hill will perform a little bit later on is the student section. Tickets given out to the USC Trojan students to come in, catch this. They're beginning to take their spot down there underneath the peristyles here at the L.A. Coliseum. One to go. Alex Hayden, what are we going to see? Last year, I think everybody tiptoed around this quarter-mile racetrack. What about today? Got to get in the top five. Bottom line, you got 25 laps to do that. Get in there. Defend your position. If you're not in, you better get in. This is the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum four heat races. We are ready to go and to call the start with the Motor Racing Network from Goldsboro, North Carolina. Here is Alex Hayden. Justin Haley from the state of Indiana is on the pole position. Outside of him, from Tampa, Florida, Eric Almarola, Joey Acock on the flag stand. Green flag is in the air. Heat race number one is underway. Eric Almarola gets a nose out in front as they come into the corner, but it's side by side. Justin Haley and Almarola give the slight advantage to Almarola, but he can't go down to the bottom lane. Contact is made for the leader, and they also beat and bang from third on back. That was Noah Gregson who got into the back of Alex Bowman. Joey Logano with no place to go. Side by side for the lead. And it looks like Justin Haley just sneaks in front of Eric Almarola. So Haley's got the top spot. Almarola goes to second. He's feeling a challenge from Alex Bowman. Down to the inside comes the ally Chevrolet. He'll open up the bottom side of the racetrack. Trouble behind them. Harrison Burton goes for a spin courtesy of the front bumper of Noah Gregson. Caution is on the speedway for the first time. Here we come back to the line. Green flag goes back in the air. We're racing again in heat race number one, side by side for the lead. Everybody scrambles into turns one and two. Haley doesn't have a good launch coming off the turn. Alex Bowman gets a nose out in front, but Haley's got the optimum line, and oh, he gives Alex Bowman a bump side by side across the stripe. Eric Elmarola right there. He runs third. He tried to stack him three wide off of turn number two. Last lap, Alex couldn't get it done, and right now he will battle with Alex Bowman. Thank you.
Bowman works his way on the outside lane. Almirola on the bottom gets a good launch. Almirola by a fender takes second. That is the battle for the second spot. It's still side by side as Alex Bowman hangs on to that outside lane. Justin Haley starting to open up a lead. Maybe about a car length, car length and a half as he comes off turn four. Right now, Joey Logano sits fifth. That's a transfer spot. He's going to try to hold on to that. But Dan, good battle from second on back. That's where you'll find Noah Gregson and he gets around Alex Bowman. Gregson, the man on the move in the early going here. He slots into the third spot. He may have yellow tape on the back bumper signifying he's a Sunoco rookie, but Noah Gregson aggressive early on. His next victim will be Eric Almirola coming off the corner down the back straightaway. Gregson closing in on the rear bumper of Eric Almirola. Seven down. Remember, only 25 laps. Justin Haley, Eric Almirola, Noah Gregson, Alex Bowman, Joe Iligano, top five. Here they come, single file off the corner for that sixth spot. They are side by side, and that's where you'll find Michael McDowell and Chris Busher going at it wheel to wheel. Important to grab that number six spot. McDowell will do it. The reason it's important, Jeff, you've got to be able to get up there and try to get to Joey Logano's back bumper. Logano, for the moment, sits in that final transfer spot. The other thing about being six, if you cannot transfer, it's going to put you on the pole for the last chance qualifier, so that will set you up pretty well there. Meanwhile, battle for third side by side. Alex Bowman saying, I'm not quite done with Noah Gregson. Gets the inside line as he dive bombs into turn three. So Bowman will go to third. He's about four car lengths off the back bumper of the second place car of Almirola. Now Gregson, he wiggles just a bit. He's got Joey Logano stacking up on his bumper. Logano off turn four gives him a shot in the caboose. Gregson will hang on to the spot. Hanging on is the right word because he just didn't get a good launch off turn two or turn four. Logano's got a front row seat for that battle and watching the handling struggles for Noah Gregson. 13 laps to go and all of a sudden, Dan, we've got a battle for the lead. Justin Haley and Eric Almirola. Almirola is right there, just sizing up Justin Haley. Where is he vulnerable around this quarter mile track? Off of turn number four, back to the line. Lap number 13 is on the board. So just past the halfway point of heat race number one in 25 laps. You know, regardless of how Logano does in this heat race, yeah, he wants to transfer in, Jeff. The provisional to get into the main event when it's all said and done is who is the highest finisher in driver points from last year. Logano won the championship, so he knows he's going to race in the main. Well, he knows he's in, but the downside to that is when you finish fifth in a heat race, granted you will transfer in, but you're going to start deep in the field. Right now, Joey Logano running fifth, that ongoing battle for the lead, a two-car battle a few moments ago. Alex is now becoming a three-car battle because Alex Bowman is closing in. And this being heat race number one, it is paramount to win this heat race. Why? Because you will start first in the bush light clash later on tonight and have that preferred inside line. And for the moment, Dan, it's Justin Haley up front. Eric Almirola has knocked on the door of Justin Haley four times. May do it a fifth year off of turn four. So far, Haley able to maintain the lead. Seven to go. Justin Haley by inches over Eric Almirola. Inches back to Alex Bowman. Now they're side by side for fourth. Here that comes. That's Joey Logano a brief look to the inside of Noah Gregson and really shoves Gregson through turns three and four, but Gregson able to hold on to the fourth spot. With the brake checking, Michael McDowell's closed in on the back bumper. Here's a challenge for the lead. They almost go three wide with Alex Bowman, Eric
Eric Almarola and Justin Haley, but when they come off four, Eric Almarola is your new leader. And Justin Haley is back to third. Alex Bowman second. Pick a battle, Dan. It's a good one all the way around the racetrack. Nice nifty move by Alex Bowman to get around Justin Haley. He went from first to third in one lap. Noah Gregson right behind him, and now Joey Logano feeling the heat from Michael McDowell. Down to four laps to go in heat race number one. Almarola trying to run away and hide. Look back at the transfer spot. For the moment, it's Logano. Here is Joey Logano, but his mirror is absolutely full of Michael McDowell shadowing Logano off turn four. A couple of Ford Mustangs going at it. One is going to get in. One is going to the last chance qualifier. Joey Logano and Michael McDowell. Slight contact made off of turn two, but Logano's not panicking. In fact, he's trying to get around Noah Gregson for fourth. Up off the corner to the line, lap 23 on the board. We're a half a, la- a, half a lap away, or one and a half, I should say, before this one ends. Here comes Eric Almarola up off the corner to the line. White flag is in the air. This is exactly what Almarola wanted, about a car length and a half between himself and second place man, Alex Bowman. Bowman all by himself in second. Starts to stack up a little bit from third on back. That's Justin Haley and Noah Gregson. Heat race win goes to Eric Almarola. Heat race number one is done. Almarola will start on the pole of the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. Top five moving on. Eric Almarola, Alex Bowman, Justin Haley, Noah Gregson, and Joey Logano. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Heat race number one done. Eric Elmarola picking up the win. The four that will go to the last chance qualifier include Harrison Burton, Michael McDowell, Chris Busher, and Ty Dillon. Those are the four that do not advance. Here is heat race number two. Already on the racetrack, the starting lineup after qualifying last night. Kyle Busch will be on the pole. Austin Dillon, his teammate, will start second. Third will be Kyle Larson. Fourth is Kevin Harvick. Fifth will be Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Sixth Martin Truex Jr. Seventh, Austin Sendrick. Eighth is Chase Elliott. And ninth is B.J. McLeod. One down, three to go. Talking about 25-lap heat races. Dan Hubbard, did we learn anything at all in heat race number one? <laughs> I'm not sure. I, they, they, they actually visually look quicker to me than they did in practice, but without question, uh, it looks like the aggression level did go up. A lot of pushing and shuffling in the middle of the pack. Uh, we only had one spin right at the top when Noah Gregson was pretty much getting into everybody, so he was impressive, but uh, uh, what we learned, Jeff, is this is just a go-for-it scenario at the drop of the green flag. Interesting dynamic here on the front row, Jeff, of Mm. Heat Race 2. Kyle Busch making his debut with Richard Childress Racing. His teammate Austin Dillon right beside him. Both of them have the track position now. Do you expect them to play nice with each other? I do. You know, if they can. I mean, at some point or another, you're going to have to push, shove, and create create a hole. Obviously, Austin Dillon will be looking for that opportunity to get to the bottom of the racetrack, but I think we need to remind everybody this isn't one of the big mile-and-a-half racetracks.
spots where you can just kind of cross over in front of the driver on the inside. You're going to have to work for it, and certainly Austin Dillon's going to have to do exactly that. Kip Childers driving the beautiful blue and black Chevrolet ZL1 Camaro pace car. He'll come to the line and see one to go. He'll turn out the wheel and engineering lights. Drivers begin to continue weave back and forth. Now, Tighten up two by two with B.J. McLeod by himself back in the fifth row. You know, earlier before we came on the air, we were all sitting there going, who do we think is going to win today? It was almost unanimous, especially on this difficult racetrack. We all picked Kyle Busch. Let's see what he's able to do in heat race number two. Here they come, side by side, tightly bunched, pace car off the racetrack. Green flag about to go in the air, 25 laps. Green flag laps count only as we go racing in heat race number two. It's Kyle Busch on the inside lane. Well, it looked like Kyle Busch got a pretty good launch off the line, but here comes Austin Dillon spinning the rear end off of turn two, trying to stay with Kyle Busch. They get together. Kyle Busch bobbles just a bit, but holds on to the lead. Kyle Larson with a good run on the inside. He's going to take second. In fact, he will completely and officially take it away from Austin Dillon. He just muscled Austin Dillon out of the way, and now Dillon has to suffer the same fate. Looks like Ricky Stenhouse Jr. beating up on Austin Dillon. That's the fight for third. Three wide. Further back, Chase Elliott on the outside lane has to bail out of that. It's going to be further up. Austin Dillon getting shuffled again. And here comes Martin Truex Jr. to the inside of Austin Dillon. So just like that, Dillon now looking at a fifth position. Martin Truex Jr., the quickest car of everybody throughout practice yesterday. Didn't qualify well, but is showing pretty well right now. Slides it off of turn two, but not wasting any time to get up to the front. Working to the inside of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Martin Truex Jr. gets the third spot. He now takes that spot. Stenhouse falls in his tire tracks. Will ride fourth. Austin Dillon, the man on the hot seat in fifth. Austin Dillon in fifth. Got a little bit of a ways between himself and Austin Cindric. Dillon gives Ricky Stenhouse Jr. the bump off of turn four. Well, when you give somebody a shot in the rear end, the car that you hit is going to go up the racetrack easily, allowing a pass by the driver that's doing the hitting, Alex Hayden. That's good news at the time, but you just better remember paybacks are going to come around yeah, if you're going to hit somebody, move them out of the way, you better be lightning quick and get away from that car. And right now, Austin Dillon is doing that. He's opened up a car length and a half now off of the front bumper of that Velveeta Chevrolet of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Then it's Austin uh, Austin Sendrick, Chase Elliott, and Kevin Harvick, Jeff. Those two, Elliott and Harvick, have really been bouncing off of one another. Well, they're not only bouncing off one another, Dan, but they are well outside of an opportunity to transfer to the main event. Chase Elliott said yesterday, we're just trying to figure out some things and we're just struggling. Can't get the car to rotate in the middle of the corner. And that's playing out true here today as well. Chase Elliott has got his hands full with Kevin Harvick. We've got nine laps complete of the 25. Kyle Busch is the race leader by some four car links now over Kyle Larson. Martin Truex Jr. goes third. Another four car links back to Austin Dillon, who is fourth. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is fifth in the transfer spot. But here comes Cendrick. Here comes Austin Cendrick looking at the inside of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Again, he's just trying to crack the top five. Cindric right on the rear bumper of Stenhouse. Right now, the four that are on the outside looking in, Cindric, Chase Elliott, Kevin Harvick, and B.J. McLeod. Looks like they're going to have their work cut out for them 
Jeff. They're just not going to catch Stenhouse for the moment with only a handful of laps left. Here comes Martin Truex Jr. up the front stretch looking to take second away from Kyle Larson. Who now leaves the inside lane open just briefly off turn two, but Truex can't capitalize. Once again off turn number four, Truex with a good run headed back to turns one and two. He's just so much smoother than the rest of the field. Martin Truex Jr. is. He was all afternoon yesterday during the practice, and here he is. Larson basically just moved over and gave the second spot to Martin Truex Jr. And he does that halfway home. We've got 14 laps down now, 11 to go. Kyle Busch trying to get away. Truex will try to run him down. Interesting to see if Kyle Busch, what kind of fight he can put up because Martin Truex Jr. is very south at this quarter mile of the Coliseum. This is heat race number two. The winner of this heat race will start on the outside of the front row in the main event later on tonight. Truex again, Jeff, closing in on the race leader. Yeah, and Truex is so good. We thought he was good yesterday, just didn't get the car qualified well, but all of a sudden, we've got a two-car fight for the lead. And Kyle Busch and Truex. They had to dodge the slower machine of B.J. McLeod. He moved over to get the leaders, Kyle Busch. I tell you what, Truex Jr. caught Kyle Busch so quickly through turns one and two, sends the message to Kyle right in the middle of the corners, now looks to the inside, trying to steal the lead away in turns three and four. Kyle Busch tries the crossover, goes high in four, comes back to the bottom of the racetrack, side by side for the lead. Great racing action here at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum as both the leaders just slide it off turn two. Kyle Busch gets the nose out of front this time. And we are down to just six laps to go. Truex this time with the crossover. Truex to the inside on Kyle. Martin Truex Jr. trying to hold that low line. Kyle Busch very, very quick on that high outside lane. Give the lead back to Martin Truex Jr. Teammates a year ago, rivals here in 2023. Truex, Kyle Busch, throw Kyle Larson in the mix, but we got a car around in turn four. Austin Sendrick goes for a spin. Caution is on the speedway. Five laps to go up off turn number four. Green flag goes back in the air. Top five advance to the main event. Martin Truex Jr. takes the field and in turns one and two. He has got the top spot. Fight is on for second between Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson as they bring it back to turn four. Austin Sendrick around in turn two. No caution. Truex across the line. Kyle Busch battle for third. And it's between Austin Dillon who makes a late race appearance to the inside of Kyle Larson. I think he surprised Larson on the entry in turn one. Austin Dillon with a nose out in front of Larson. That's for the third spot. And he'll get that spot away from Larson. Larson tries the crossover. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. looking on in the transfer spot. Here comes Chase Elliott. Meanwhile, the top two are pulling away from Austin Dillon, from Kyle Larson. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. We're now with uh, Chase Elliott right on his bumper. Two to go. Let's keep an eye on Stenhouse. Right now, he's fifth, and that is the transfer spot. Elliott will do everything he can to get rid of Ricky Stenhouse Jr., trying to move him out of the way. He goes to the outside briefly. Now he gets to the bumper of Stenhouse. Moves Stenhouse up the racetrack. Here comes Chase Elliott. Gets alongside in turn number one. White flag is in the air. Absolutely side by side and Elliott does get that fifth position as your leader comes off turn four. Checking flag is out for Martin Truex Jr. They're banging further back to the line. Kevin Harvick by Chase Elliott by an inch or two and it will appear and it's official. Kevin Harvick by Chase Elliott. Harvick advances. Chase Elliott does not. It's Truex, Kyle Busch, Austin Dillon, Kyle Larson, and Kevin Harvick. Top five. They advance.
outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. 25 laps, green flag laps only count, same format. Top five advance to the main event. Green is in the air. Denny Hamlin from the pole did not quite come up to speed. They're already making contact. Hamlin gets a little bit of help from Daniel Suarez as he gave him a shot in the caboose. So Hamlin will slot into that second spot. Everybody chasing Christopher Bale. They're side by side for the third position. Well, Suarez overshot turn number three by a long shot. That opened things up. Ryan Blaney started ninth. He's up to fifth. Already up to fifth is Ryan Blaney. He wants more. Briefly looked at the inside of Chase Briscoe. Briscoe will defend that bottom line. He's trying to hassle Tyler Reddick off turn four. I hope these drivers put their mouthpieces in because they are getting hit in the front. They're getting hit in the back. Here's the battle for the lead. Christopher Bell has it. Denny Hamlin wants it. Look briefly to the inside, but Bell blocks him as they come off turn four, nose to tail. Here they come, racing back. Tyler Reddick is third. Chase Briscoe, Ryan Blaney, top five, and they are bumper to bumper. Tyler Reddick very, very strong in practice yesterday. Looks pretty quick here in the racing in this heat here this afternoon. Almost got to the bumper of Denny Hamlin for second. Three Toyotas took the green flag in this third heat race. They currently go one, two, and three with Christopher Bell, Denny Hamlin, and Tyler Reddick. Then a couple of Fords, fourth and fifth, Chase Briscoe and Ryan Blaney in the transfer spots. Daniel Suarez, the lone Chevrolet in this heat race, is sixth and are racing for the lead again. A beating and banging starts up at the front off of turn two as Denny Hamlin moves Christopher Bell out of the way. They're side by side up the front stretch. Tyler Reddick looking on. Boy, he thought about making a run up the inside, Dan, but that hole closed quickly. It did close quickly, then it opened up again right off of turn two. Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell side by side for second. Denny Hamlin is your leader. Chase Briscoe now getting frisky. He does not want to stay in fourth. He'll go to the inside of Christopher Bell for third. And that was Briscoe feeling a lot of pressure from Ryan Blaney. Still feeling, as a matter of fact, Blaney trying to figure out which one he wants to follow, Chase Briscoe or Christopher Bell. Ryan Blaney Blaney is good. Ryan Blaney might be very good. He's come from ninth to fifth, wants fourth on Christopher Bell. Alex Hayden, that is a good-looking, very fast Ford Mustang. It is. Blaney now up underneath Christopher Bell. Bell went from the outside of the front row on the initial start all the way back to fifth now, but Danny does have a gap between the next car behind him. That's right. It is a Christopher Bell in that fifth spot, then way back to Todd Gill. And Blaney, by the way, in that fourth position, the only driver to use the apron. He really puts those left side tires deep into the apron, hugs that wall through the corners. He was the only one doing it yesterday as well. So far, it's paying off in a fourth position. Right now, we have 14 laps to go. They click off in a hurry and they should when you're running around here at 13 seconds just above that. Before on the outside, looking in, Todd Gilliland, Daniel Suarez, Brad Kozlowski and J.J. Yaley with now 13 laps to go and Denny Hamlin beginning to pull away. Giving himself a little bit of breathing room over Tyler Reddick. Put it at about three car lengths. Reddick in his rearview mirror is Chase Briscoe behind him, Ryan Blaney and then Christopher Bell. Bell beginning to backslide off the bumper of Blaney. Bell had a six or seven car length advantage over Todd Gilliland, but that's beginning to dissipate just a bit. Not sure if Bell's car is going away, Jeff, or Gilliland's just getting better. Yeah, I'm not sure either, and I'm right behind that. We've got a fist fight going on. Brad Kozlowski and Daniel Suarez. They're back at it again in turn one. 
one. No quarter given. These two have been going at it over the course of the last three laps. This time Suarez gets the advantage of Brad Keselowski. Crossover by Keselowski. He gives Daniel Suarez the boot and takes back the sixth spot. Daniel Suarez's car is painted like an American flag with jockey made in America on it, but Brad Keselowski just punched that car, and he may need to apologize. Suarez has to remount now. They're not close to being in the top five to transfer, but it's highly important to finish as high as you can because that means a better spot to start the last chance qualifier, Jeff. And right now we have eight laps to go. We'll watch that ongoing battle between those two. It's a half a lap behind Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick, Chase Briscoe, Ryan Blaney, Christopher Bell, Dan Etcher, top five, and the five that could and would advance. And we talked about Christopher Bell fading just a little bit. Looks like he stepped up, picked up the pace just a bit because Todd Gilliland is not gaining on that transfer spot that Christopher Bell currently has. They come across the line, 18, now make it 19 laps go on the board. Here's Suarez. He's going to return the favor on Keselowski and send him around. Caution is on the speedway for the spin off turn four. Half a lap away from going back under the green flag. Six laps remaining. Here they come. Denny Hamlin on the inside, then Briscoe, Tyler Reddick, and C. Bell, and they just jack each other up. Now the green is out. Now they try to get away from one another. Denny Hamlin will lead them off turn two. Oh, Tyler Reddick gave Denny Hamlin a shot in the rear. That helps him get the lead. Now Tyler Reddick will try to steal away the second spot from Chase Briscoe. They're side-by-side side off turn four. Five laps to go. They're side-by-side side for fourth and fifth. That is the last transfer spot. Tyler Reddick had the better line coming off turn two, so he gets that second spot. Chase Briscoe slots in the third position. Ryan Blaney gets to the rear bumper of Briscoe because he was shoved by Christopher Bell. Well, he was shoved by Todd Gilliland, who hit him a ton. He's going to hit him again down in turn number one. Christopher Bell says, thank you, because I'm going to get that fourth position from Ryan Blaney. They're still side by side. Again, Gilliland helps Christopher Bell. Now Blaney's on the outside looking in. Todd Gilliland, and they continue to play dominoes. Blaney gets into the back of Gilliland. Gilliland then goes up and gets into the back of Bell. Christopher Bell goes for a spin. Three laps to go. We again are under caution. Here they come up off turn number four. Hang on. This is going to get physical. Hamlin on the inside, then Briscoe, Tyler Reddick, Ryan Blaney. Choose rule has put Blaney in. Can he hold on? They're off turn number two. Denny Hamlin leads the field off turn two. Chase Briscoe's got a clean second spotter. Does he? Tyler Reddick sticks his nose in there. Side by side for that second spot. For the fifth and final transfer spot, they were nearly three wide. Suarez, Gilliland, and Blaney racing hard with a lap and a half to go. Gilliland trying to push Blaney up against that outside wall. Down the back stretch, and Blaney gets to his bumper. Knocks Gilliland out of the way. Out of the way. Blaney goes to the fourth spot. One to go. The transfer spot up for grabs. Todd, Gilliland, Daniel Suarez. Suarez slides off of turn two. Looking to the inside of Gilliland. Gilliland presses against the door panel. They're absolutely beaten and banging off turn four. Hamlin wins the heat race. The final transfer spot belongs to Daniel Suarez. So the top five that will advance to the Bushlight Clash main event, Denny Hamlin, Chase Briscoe, Tyler Reddick, Ryan Blaney, and Daniel Suarez. Everybody else to the last chance qualifier. Larson brings his Chevy four tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's not here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak.
William Byron on the inside, 8J Almendinger on the outside, 25 laps, heat race number four, and the last one of the afternoon. The green flag is in the air. They are side-by-side, side, headed to one. And it looks like William Byron gets the good launch off of turn two. He takes away the lead. Here comes Ross Chastain challenging A.J. Almendinger to the inside. That's a side-by-side side battle for second. And third, they're side-by-side side for fourth and fifth. That is where Eric Jones and Bubba Wallace are. So far, relatively tame, one lap in. Ross Chastain gets a clean exit off of turn two. He'll take over that second spot. A.J. Allmendinger all by himself in third. Side-by-side side for fourth, Eric Jones and Bubba Wallace. Eric on the inside, Bubba on the outside. Corey LaJoy looking on, and it's getting physical. And for the moment, Bubba Wallace is making that outside line work for him. That's the tough way to go around this quarter mile. Eric Jones takes advantage, but still hasn't cleared Bubba Wallace. Cody Ware went for a four-wheel slide, gathers it back up before the wall got there. All eyes on fourth, fifth, and sixth. Three car breakaway up at the run, up at the front, and it is Eric Jones in that fourth position. Now, here comes Corey LaJoy to the inside of Bubba Wallace, getting physical for that fifth position. Boy, that was an aggressive move. They're going to get together again in turn one. Corey LaJoy into the back of Bubba Wallace, and now here comes Ryan Priest into the mix. Major block on the part of Bubba Wallace on Corey LaJoy, and wow, look at Ryan Priest. He is on the move, takes away the sixth position from Corey LaJoy. And now sets his sights on the back bumper of the final transfer spot car. That is being driven by Bubba Wallace. Those cars from fifth on back, two and a half, maybe three car lengths behind the fourth place running car of Eric Jones in turn two. Behind Corey LaJoy, by the way, is Ty Gibbs trying to make hay but not doing all that well off of turn two, being frustrated in the rear of the field. Byron still has the lead by a good six car lengths now over Ross Chastain. Yeah, Ty Gibbs back in position number eight. That's no good. That's not a transfer spot. Right in front of him, Corey LaJoy, not close enough to do anything at all with Corey up front, though, all William Byron as he leads here on lap number eight. Ross Chastain trying to make up the ground into turns one and two, but still cannot make an impression on the leader. Chastain may have problems with A.J. Allmendinger as he closes the gap. He's diving into turn three. Ross Chastain desperately wants to make the main event. He missed the show a year ago in his inaugural race with Trackhouse Racing. Now, firmly in in the second spot. Further back, Jeff, they're getting physical for fourth. That's Bubba Wallace to the inside, and he will take the position away, the fourth position over Eric Jones. So now Eric Jones is the man on the bubble. Here comes Eric Jones off turn two, and he may feel a hassle from Ryan Priest. Priest making life difficult. Look briefly to the outside. Crossover move to the inside of Eric Jones. Nothing doing there. They're nose to tail for fifth. Of the four heat races, at least this far, by far, Dan Hubbard, the most tame race. It is. It is common because, you know, there are battles, but they're up from fifth on back, sixth on back. Here comes Ty Gibbs. That's for the seventh spot, and he has worked very, very hard just to get seventh away from Corey LaJoy. 12 down, 13 to go. Halfway. Battle for the transfer position is on. Here comes Ryan Priest now to the inside on Eric Jones. Light contact off four as they head to one. They are side by side. The battle for third is on. Bubba Wallace takes it away. He is not shy about dive bombing people and he did it all day yesterday during practice. He's doing it here today in the heat race. Bubba Wallace takes away third from A.J. Allmendinger. With 11 laps to go, it's William Byron by a healthy margin over Ross Chastain.
Chastain's second. Bubba Wallace is third. A.J. Allmendinger fourth. Ryan Priest now in the final transfer spot in fifth. Eric Jones continues to rally. He runs right in his tire tracks in sixth. Don't see if Eric Jones is going to get more aggressive with Ryan Priest if he can hang on to the bumper. That is the transfer spot. A.J. Allmendinger now takes a glance into the rearview mirror, and there's Ryan Priest right on his bumper. Good battle also further back outside of the transfer between LaJoy and Ty Gibbs. But again, we all look on, Dan, that fifth spot up for grabs. Here it comes. Ryan Priest looked briefly to the outside. Now cuts it back to the left, trying to get to the inside of A.J. Allmendinger. Almost tried to dive bomb him through turns one and two, but the dinger put on the block. He did indeed. The battle for second tightening up. Ross Chastain has it. Here comes Bubba Wallace looking to the inside at the start-finish line. Down to seven laps to go. Ross Chastain proving to be a little bit tougher customer than Bubba Wallace anticipated. Here they come off of turn two, down the back straightaway. This is the nose-to-tail battle for the second position. And it's not over, that's for sure. From second on back, bumper to bumper, Ross Chastain's got second, Bubba Wallace third, it's on for fourth. Here they come off of turn two as Dinger couldn't hold it down low. He opens up the door for Ryan Priest. They beat, they bang. This is for the fourth spot. Almendinger hangs on. Priest keeps a nose alongside, wheel to wheel for the number four spot. Oh, and he gets the Dinger loose, but Dinger puts a lot of counter steer in it. Coming off of turn two, they're still wheel to wheel. This is going on lap after lap around the quarter mile here at the Coliseum. And Eric Jones right now just trying to find a way to get by one of them. He's the odd man out. Good battles all the way around the track. Three car fight for the fourth position is now Bubba Wallace finally makes a move on Ross Chastain. That's for second. But Chastain counters. Chastain comes right back to the bottom of the racetrack for the runner-up spot. Now Ross Chastain could have spun Bubba off of turn two, thought better of it, backed out just a little bit and settles for third for the moment. Two laps to go. William Byron long gone. All eyes on the transfer position. A.J. Allmendinger and Eric Jones. Very aggressive on Eric Jones. Got to the bumper of A.J. Allmendinger and sent him wide off turn two. They're side by side for the fifth spot at the line. With Ty Gibbs looking on, white flag in the air. Transfer spot is physical again. Oh, A.J. Allmendinger just couldn't hold that outside lane against Eric Jones. Jones has got the fifth position, but here comes Ty Gibbs off turn four. Ty Gibbs, one last shot on Eric Jones. That won't be enough. Ty Gibbs to the last chance qualifier. The race was dominated by William Byron. He scores the win over Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, Ryan Priest, and Eric Jones. Those are the five that will transfer. Heat races are over. It's the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. We have last chance qualifiers coming up. We'll reset it for you when we come back. Welcome. Motor Racing Network live coverage of the Bush Clash at the Coliseum. It is the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum and we're live here to kick off the 2023 season. Jeff Striegel alongside Alex Hayden. We've got Dan Hubbard out in turn number three. Yes, we are inside the U.S. Trojan football field where there's a stadium and uh, a racetrack that popped up ever since January as we get ready to go with the last chance qualifier. Four 25-lap heat races are down. 20 drivers have advanced. Everybody else is going to race right now. A pair of 50-lap last-chance qualifiers. We are about to do just that. Now, Steve Post, you've been down there with these drivers who have come off the racetrack. This car is durable. A lot of beating and banging, but no real major repairs going on. No major repairs going on, but there's a lot of scuffed-up bodies down here, that's for sure. And uh, they've uh, massaged on a few of them, but mainly it's chat 
crossing, handling adjustment, no grip is what everyone's talking about. Want to play off also what you guys talked about with Christopher Bell. He's going to start on the outside of this one. He is going to try to race his way in, but I think they get to a point, if they start getting roughed up, he may alter that plan and look back at that provisional. They did talk about that, actually, on the radio and let him know that he does not have to scratch and claw if he doesn't feel like he has to do it and scuff up his race car a little bit more. So we'll watch that situation and everything else. Next group is ready to roll out for uh, for uh, LC2 is getting lined up now while LC1 is on the racetrack. LC, meaning last chance, the Q qualifier. You're either going to advance by finishing in the top three or take it out back, load it on a transporter, and head on back to North Carolina. Uh, as the postman said, Christopher Bell will start outside row one with Michael McDowell on the inside. So it's McDowell and Bell row one. Harrison Burton, Todd Gilliland row two, Ty Dillon and Brad Kozlowski row three, Chris Busher, J.J. Yaley row four. You've got the boss and the teammate in Brad Kozlowski and Chris Busher. That's going to get physical and we'll keep an eye on it. Top three advance. Everybody else is going home. But this is also double the length. This is a 50 lap race where green flag laps only count. So if there's a caution, they will not count. We'll wait and see how these drivers elect to play the first 20, 25 laps. Do they go out there and just ride, wait to get physical later? Time will tell. They bunch up four rows deep, eight cars ready to go in the first last chance qualifier. You've got to be around at the end if you're going to advance. Here comes McDowell and Bell, and the green flag is out. 50 laps, last chance qualifier. Number one is underway. Nice start from Michael McDowell. He leads the field into turn one and two. Christopher Bell feeling an early challenge from Harrison Burton down to the inside. That's the wheel-to-wheel fight for the second spot. Well, question asked, question answered. First lap, they're already bouncing off of one another. Battle is for second. Harrison Burden not shy at all about making physical contact with Christopher Bell. They'll do it again into turns three and four. It'll be Burton down low. Christopher Bell up high. Todd Gilliland looking on in fourth. That's not going to be good enough. Not this time. you got to be in the top three, and the battle is for third. Christopher Bell gets a good launch off of turn two. He still has Harrison Burton in tow. Here comes Todd Gilliland around the outside. Bell messed up the exit off turn four. That gives the good look to Harrison Burton. Right down to the bottom of the racetrack. They bounce off of other each other once again, and Harrison Burton comes away with second. Todd Gilliland occupies the real estate to the left elbow of Christopher Bell. This is not where Christopher Bell wants to be on the outside looking in. He gives up third to Todd Gilliland. Now under attack from the fourth position. That's Ty Dillon off of turn two, down the back straightaway. Christopher Bell now just trying to hang on to the fifth position. Boy, it's a four-car battle right now, Alex Hayden, for that third and final transfer position. Todd Gilliland has it. Ty Dillon, then Brad and Christopher Bell going side by side. And I think there's one thing that we learned early on. If you can line up behind somebody and they're racing side by side in front of you, you shove that guy and you shove him for all he's worth. He'll slide up the racetrack, take out the guy on the outside, and you can get by two cars in one shot. That's the beauty of it. And what we've learned and what these drivers have learned that they can do, it's almost like a, the a combination shot in billiards. The old 2-7 combo. You get one car, get another one, or you can look at it a different way. It's the old buy one, get one free. And the guy on the outside to get shoved all the way out of the way thinks the guy on the inside's the one that did it. 
In fact, that's really not the case, Dan. It's a it's a way to get by two cars at once. Todd Gilliland has done that, and right now he finds himself at the moment in the transfer position. In that third spot, and you're right, Jeff, the point I'm seeing out here, the observation I'm making is you really are defenseless. Maybe not so much off turn two, but off turn four. If someone can get to your bumper, it would appear that there's really not that much you can do except hang on for the moment. If you can get to the bumper of turn four, you're probably going to get a position. Battle starts heating up at the front as Harrison Burton has caught Michael McDowell. A couple of Ford Mustangs at the front of the field there. Another Ford runs third. That's Todd Gilliland. So at the moment, Front Row Motorsports has both of their cars in transfer spots. Battle for fifth is on. Here comes Christopher Bell. He'll go to the inside of Ty Dillon and take the spot away. Ty Dillon did not want to let Bell down to the inside coming back to turn three, but Bell just rammed his way in there. Now he takes over the fourth position, sets his sights on Todd Dillon. Still a long way to go. 37 laps remain. Now the top two would advance in the top two, McDowell and Harrison Burton have a couple of car links over Todd Gilliland. Todd's got a couple back over Christopher Bell. My question to you, Alex Hayden, if you're Harrison Burton, who appears to have a quicker car than Michael McDowell, you're both in a transfer position. How aggressive are you going to be? Well, you want to win. Harrison Burton, fresh off of his rookie year, has not won a race at this level. Yes, it's a last-chance qualifier on a non-points-paying weekend, but a win is a win. And to do it in the Los Angeles Coliseum and to do it with the legendary Wood Brothers, you want to get that job done. I think another thing to put into that scenario is only the top three advance. So should Todd Gilliland get by Burton, you do not want to be the number three car in line. Well, and he's caught him. That's Todd Gilliland has run down the top two, so the top three now knows to tail. Todd Gilliland simply carrying more speed into the corner than either the leader, Michael McDowell, and Harrison Burton. So Todd Gilliland, his car is coming in here as we're working lap number 19 of 50. Watch for Gilliland to take second spot away from Harrison Burton. couple of scenarios to keep in the back of your mind. The fourth place car, Christopher Bell. Yes, he can race his way in if he gets into the top three, but he has the ace in the hole. Highest finisher from last year in driver points. He knows he's going to be in the main event. That means Chase Elliott, who's going to be in the next and final LCQ, would be the next in line. Should Christopher Bell get into the top three and race his way in, that will guarantee Chase Elliott a spot in the main event. And here comes C. Bell now. He's going to join the trio of Ford Mustangs and run right behind Todd Gilliland. We'll keep an eye on that battle. The other thing we want to point out, two drivers that missed the show a year ago, two drivers from the same organization in a situation very similar to last year. And a top-running team, and that's Brad Keselowski and his teammate Chris Busher. Both of them well outside the top three in the transfer spot. Up off the corner, Back to the line, Christopher Bell passes Todd Gilliland. Bell goes in to the final transfer spot with 27 laps to go. Down to 16 laps to go. Michael McDowell has a three-car length lead over second place Harrison Burton, who has got, Jeff, a mirror full of Christopher Bell. Well, I think Christopher Bell trying to prove not only to himself, but to the team that they do have a very good race car here. He has come from uh, a couple back to run down, get himself into that transfer position, and that, Alex Hayden, is good news for Chase Elliott fans. It is, because that would mean, should Bell finish in 
inside the top three, the provisional and a guaranteed spot in the main event goes to the next driver in line in points from a year ago, which will be Chase Elliott, who is slated to start first in last chance qualifier number two coming up next. We are down to 12 to go. Michael McDowell leading over Harrison Burton. Comfortable lead for Michael McDowell. It's four car lengths. Harrison Burton's got just about a half a car length over Christopher Bell. One back to Todd Gilliland. He, Dan Hubbard, is the odd man out and is going to need to just pedal as hard as he can and try to get to the rear bumper of Christopher Bell. Oh, Gilliland just chucked his Ford into turns three and four, trying to get to that very bumper of Christopher Bell. Bell looking very racy, and I said before, you have to be clean and clinical here at the quarter mile to rip off some clean laps and quick laps. Christopher Bell has just proved me wrong. He's dirt tracking it off turn two and turn four. So far, it's good enough for third. He's looking awful racy and looking to get to the inside of Harrison Burton for but second. He, he's got company. Here comes Todd Gilliland. He has run these two down in Harrison Burton and Christopher Bell. Second, third, and fourth right together. Gilliland sends one message, sends two messages through turns one and two, getting to the bumper, tapping the bumper of Christopher Bell, who's also tapping the bumper of Harrison Burton as they come off turn four. He has eight laps to get it done. I Oh, Harrison Burton up the racetrack. It's going to take him right out of a transfer position as he goes from second back to fourth. I saw no contact whatsoever. Looks like Burton may have just missed his mark going into turn one. So now Christopher Bell is second. Now Todd Dillon in that transfer spot. He rides in third. Two car lengths back is Harrison Burton in fourth. With six laps to go, Harrison Burton has got to make up five car lengths if he wants to have any shot at all in running in the bush light clash. Back to the line. Here comes race leader Michael McDowell. Five laps to go. The battle is on for second. Christopher Bell has it with Todd Gilliland there. Yeah, Gilliland's not going to rest on his laurels even though he is in that transfer spot. He wants to get around Christopher Bell for the second position. Looks deep into turns three and four to the inside. Bell is there and throws on the block. we got four laps to go. It is Michael McDowell all by himself. We'll watch that ongoing battle. They don't want to make a mistake now for second, Dan. Absolutely not, but the gap between the two is very, very slim indeed. It was about a car length and a half down the back straightaway. Under braking, Gilliland can really close that gap on second place man Christopher Bell as they come off turn two. Both of these drivers have come up through the short track ranks, albeit different styles. Seabell did it on dirt. Todd Gilliland's done it on pavement and late models. Here they come up off turn two. Better exit for Todd Gilliland off of turn two. Christopher Bell slid it just a little bit. Better entry for Todd Gilliland, but still not close enough to the bumper of Christopher Bell. We have one lap to go. Michael McDowell comes off turn number two. Alex Hayden, he'll be looking for the checkered flag, and it looks like Todd Gilliland's going to advance. That means Front Row Motorsports puts both of their cars in the bush light clash tonight as the checkered flag is in the air. Michael McDowell wins it. He'll advance. Christopher Bell will advance. Todd Gilliland will advance, and that means, by the provisional standards, Chase Elliott, for the moment, is guaranteed a spot into the main event. The Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum. Here's how they line up. The last opportunity to get into the Bushlight Clash happens right now. Chase Elliott, Ty Gibbs, row one, side by side for the start, 50 laps. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., A.J. Allmendinger, side by side, row two. Austin Sindrick and Corey LaJoy, side by side in row three. B.J. McLeod, Cody Ware, side by side, four uh, in row number four. Three get in. Everybody else, more than likely, 
headed home. So we'll find out how this thing plays out. Alex Hayden, Chase Elliott, Ty Gibbs, Stenhouse, AJ has been very aggressive. Austin Sindrick realizes what's at stake. Corey LaJoy was good here last year. He was not good in his heat race, so we'll see what he can do. And then out back, just trying to get into the big show. BJ McLeod and Cody Ware, 50 laps, last chance qualifier, number two, ready to go into the green flag. Guest flagger is actor Joel McHale. He's going to put the green flag in the air in the final race before the main event is underway. Chase Elliott, Ty Gibbs, race for the top spot. Chase Elliott's got the hood out in front. He leads the field off of turn two. Ty Gibbs trying to lock down the second position. He gets a little uh, boy. There's bumper. Everybody's bumper cars from second on back. You're talking about Ricky Stenhouse. A.J. Allmendinger looking to the inside of Ty Gibbs to turns one and two. Boy, he almost got turned around right there by Ricky Stenhouse Jr. The top three are going to get away. Ricky Stenhouse back in position number four. Cody Ware trying to take that position away. It's on yet again. Let's pick up the battle for second. That would be between A.J. Allmendinger, who almost just slams on the brakes off of turn two. Now he gets control of his car. He's in the second spot. Ty Gibbs in third. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in fourth. It's almost something I've been paying attention to. All of us have. Perhaps a technique to get around this racetrack is if you do what Dan just said that Almendinger's doing, slamming on the brakes hard in the middle of the corner, let the car behind you really hit your back bumper hard. It will then propel you forward, and that's what Almendinger's done a couple of times. He's opened up a full car link now, Jeff, on Ty Gibbs. And Ty Gibbs right now in a transfer position. He started outside row number one after this identical or the, the same car, the same car caught fire just yesterday, and Alex Hayden, Ty Gibbs is on the move. And he opens up the inside lane, gets by A.J. Allmendinger. The Dinger rallies back on the outside lane. He's going to try the crossover. He tried the crossover, but it was no good. And right now, Ty Gibbs has got a very, very fast Toyota in his hands. The Dinger trying to hang on to the bumper, but Ty Gibbs pulls away off turn four. Well, out front, Chase Elliott driving away. That's good news for Austin Sindrick, who is not anywhere near a transfer position. Battling now outside of the top five. Battle for second's a good one, Dan. You got Ty Gibbs, A.J. Allmendinger, and Ricky Stenhouse, Jr. And, and Ty Gibbs is carrying so much speed into the corner. He looks so good going into turns one and into turns three. He may have the fastest car on the track right now. I think he's slowly reeling in the leader, Chase Elliott. Who has about a three, maybe four car length advantage over Ty Gibbs, who is second. A.J. Allmendinger goes third. Ricky Stenhouse, Jr., a car length off of his bumper in four. A healthy gap back to the number five running Corey LaJoy. And then it's Austin Sindrick. And as we run at this stage with 39 laps to go in this race, Chase Elliott would be racing his way in. That would put the provisional in the final spot in the main event to Austin Sindrick, who is back right now in the number six spot, five seconds behind the race leader. And that would allow RFK to load up a pair of transporters, and that is going to be a heartache for them. They didn't make it a year ago, and they may not make it this year either. Chris Buescher looking on, Brad Kozlowski looking on, but it's going to take a miracle now because Austin Sindrick running outside of the top five, back in six, right behind Corey LaJoy. Dan is the top three and the top four, including Ricky Stenhouse Jr. just begin to drive away. That's absolutely right, and they're doing it in a very smooth, nice, even fashion. However, Chase Elliott is struggling 
going in the middle of the corner. You can just see the car bobble all over the place. Elliott trying to get the nose pointed in the right direction. Meanwhile, Ty Gibbs, great speed in, great speed out. He and he indeed is closing the gap between himself and the leader, Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott told us yesterday in her practice and qualifying coverage that he felt like the pieces are all there. They just have to put them all together in their right spots to have a good race car. Right now, Dan, he's got a little bit of a wiggle as he applies the throttle to and, the ground. And it's been since the drop of the green flag, Alex. He just cannot control that car coming off the corner. Now, if you're Ty Gibbs, you know you've got a great car. Do you have to get physical with Chase Elliott to take away the lead? I don't think you do. If he shows some patience here, I think he can pass Elliott for the lead clean. And let's make uh, let's make sure we make no mistake about this. Ty Gibbs, the last thing Ty Gibbs, beginning his rookie season, the last thing he wants to do is rough up a champion in Chase Elliott. Alex Aiden, that just would not be good. You're in a transfer position right now. You're trying to earn respect, learn at this level. I don't think Ty Gibbs wants to give anything at all to the guy out front in Chase Elliott. No, not at all. He knows he's comfortably in. I think A.J. Allmendinger with the tumultuous practice that he had yesterday, which turned into a great qualifying run later last night, he's currently in in the number three spot at the moment with no pressure from behind from Ricky Stenhouse Jr. They've got a half a straightaway advantage on Stenhouse right now. So Almendinger, one eye out front, one eye in the mirror just to make sure he can maintain that gap. He would love to put a second call-it car in the main event. So Chase Elliott's going to run down B.J. McLeod right here and that may be the last shot for Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Would B.J. hold up the leaders? Chase Elliott down to his inside. Free pass there. No issue as laps begin to wind down now 21 to go in the last chance qualifier number two 15 laps to go the last chance qualifier the last opportunity for three drivers to advance chase elliott ty gibbs aj allmendinger in that position right now but is ty gibbs going to settle for second what do you think dan i think right now he is displaying a lot of patience and i think the ty gibbs of last year may have already tried the bumper three or four times but this time he's taking his time as you said he does not need to rough up a champion and the evening the main event is not this race right here so ty gibbs if chase elliott opens the door of course ty gibbs is going to take advantage of that but right now he's just biding his time waiting for the absolute perfect opportunity to get by chase elliott chase elliott doing a nice job being defensive but ty gibbs is toyota can really cut well and get down off these corners and down the straightaway off the turn two and down the back stretch and you're right Alex I do think Ty Gibbs has the quicker car Chase Elliott trying to make his Hendrick Motorsports Chevrolet as wide as possible and Ty Gibbs again just displaying a lot of maturity a lot of patience here in the late going of this last chance qualifying race well I can guarantee you one thing Dan the uh, words from the spotter tower to Ty Gibbs is do not take yourself out of this opportunity Chase Elliott right now in control then Ty then AJ AJ is pretty much all alone back there in third. Let's pick up the battle for the lead. Here they go as Ty Gibbs tried to take advantage. Chase Elliott had to roll out of the throttle trying to get around B.J. McLeod. Ty Gibbs thought he might have had a shot down to the inside. He went to the inside, but again, Elliott, great forward bite off of turn four and was able to hold on to the lead. To the line, eight laps to go. Chase Elliott by two and a half. Car links over Ty Gibbs. Another two back to the third place running A.J. Allmendinger. Then the lap car of B.J. McLeod and about ten car links 
or so to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in position number four. Back to the line, Jeff. Well, it's Ricky Stenhouse Jr. He's going to have to find a way to make up a lot of ground in a very short period of time in which to get it done, Dan, and I'm just not sure that's going to happen. Yeah, he stalls right in the center of the corner, both at one and two and three and four. Now he's kind of overdriving it off the exit. The tail slides out. Uh, unless the top three slow down just a little bit, I don't think Ricky Stenhouse has enough car to catch A.J. Allmendinger in third. Five laps to go. The battle for the lead tightens up yet again. Here's Ty Gibbs. He's chopped that three-car length deficit down to about a half, maybe a full car length headed to three. Yeah, went away in a hurry, didn't it? After they got around B.J. McLeod, Chase Elliott had some breathing room coming off of four. Ty Gibbs really chops that gap down, make it almost, well, maybe about two or three yards off the rear bumper of Chase Elliott. Four laps to go, make it three. Chase Elliott by inches over Ty Gibbs at the line, the top two. How aggressive is Ty Gibbs going to be? We're about to find out as they come off of turn two. Man, if he wanted to hit the rear bumper, he could right now. Briefly looks at the inside so he can cut it over to driver's left. Kind of a crossover move on Chase Elliott. Nothing doing there. Here's Ty Gibbs now to the inside of Elliott. The battle for the leads off turn two. Great time to move by Ty Gibbs. Can he get enough grunt off of turn two? He's still on that inside line. They're side by side for the top spot off turn four. With one lap to go, Ty Gibbs to the inside on Chase Elliott. This is for the win. Absolutely dead even. Wheel to wheel. Now Chase Elliott has the lead. They charge into turns three and four. They're still door panel to door panel. Checkered flag in the air by half a car length from the outside lane. It's Chase Elliott who wins the final last chance qualifying race. He'll go to the Bushlight Clash main event, as will Ty Gibbs and A.J. Allmendinger. The final driver in via the provisional would be Austin Sindrick, who makes it in to the Bushlight Clash. We'll set the lineup when we come back. The Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, home of not one but two Summer Olympic Games. And in 2028, a third Summer Olympic Games will be held right here in Los Angeles, including the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Jeff, this is the second straight year we've won, uh, run the Bushlight Clash here in this outstanding, most iconic of venues and it just simply doesn't get old. All right, so, you know, I'll take you back to, let's just say, October, November. We're all watching the USC Trojans play football right here at this same stadium. But as you and I look down on this quarter-mile racetrack, it's hard to believe what it was and what it's become. It's amazing because this was a football field and the USC Trojans were playing on it uh, just a, a few short months ago, weeks ago for mm -hmm. that matter. They take the field out, they come in, put all the underlaying underneath it. The, the track surface itself is actually about seven feet above where the playing field would be. That's how much material they put underneath this thing to make sure the asphalt wouldn't hurt anything it is truly a, a remarkable engineering feat that sure. NASCAR and everybody else does to make this an event. Start-finish line at the 50-yard line. We are broadcasting from a, a very cool facility, a very cool uh, booth here. Of course, it is the USC Trojan radio booth. So many people have been here to call a football game, to your point, call the Olympics to watch concerts. This place has held it all. It's about to uh, hold 
the second round of the Bushlight Clash. Right here. This is going to be the main event. Gold medal on the line and bragging rights again to win here in the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. The driver that is on pole after winning heat race number one is Eric Almirola in the old pig rig. The Smithfield Foods Ford Mustang. Jeff, he didn't even make this race a year ago, and here he is on the pole. And he's ready to bring the field of the green flag. Before we do that, let's visit with one more. We've already, uh, you heard from Mike Bagley and Steve Post, and you've also heard from Jason Toy. Let's bring in a gentleman who lives nearby, Anaheim, California, to call the action for you here tonight. Under the lights! is Dan Hubbard. Hi, Dan. Thank you, Jeff. And I'm just outside of turn three, and I am among the faithful this evening. I've got fans to the left, fans to my right, as the stadium seats continue to fill up, and we've got a great view of this quarter-mile track at the L.A. Coliseum. Now, as you guys said before, we've already seen great racing action. Drivers sliding and drifting their cars off the corners. Everybody, to a driver, willing to mix it up for position. Ryan Blaney and Todd Gilliland come to mind. Chase Elliott and Ricky Stenhouse, they provided some entertainment earlier today. No doubt about it, the bump and run tactic is becoming an art form here in the tight confines of the quarter mile. And we're going to see a lot more of it here later this evening. I'll cover all the action for you outside of turn three at the LA Memorial Coliseum. Have fun out there, Dan. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of action, bumping, grinding, pushing, shoving, tempers flaring. As we get ready to go, it is the Los Angeles Coliseum, Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, and we're glad to have you with us live right here on the Motor Racing Network, 150 laps in all. A break coming at lap 75. Survive to get to that point. Stay in the lead lap and battle it out for the win. Up front, Eric Elmarola, Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Alex Bowman. We're all set to go and to bring you the green flag from Goldsboro, North Carolina. Here's the Motor Racing Network's Alex Hayden. Ford, Toyota on the front row. Almarola and Truex up off of the corner looking them over closely and the green flag goes in the air. The bush light clash from the Coliseum is underway. The field's in turn two. Eric Almarola has the lead but not by much. Here comes Martin Truex Jr. to his outside. They're wheel to wheel. Truex locks up the rear tires but Almarola takes the lead off turn four. 13 second laps. That's all it takes to make one and Eric Almarola is going to lead off turn number two. Crowd came to their feet at the drop of the green flag. They haven't sat down yet. Almarola has got the top spot. Martin Truex Jr. in second. Side by side for third. That's where you'll find Denny Hamlin. Nearly three wide. Alex Bowman stuck the nose of his Camaro underneath the Camry of Hamlin. Backs out of it. They're still wheel to wheel for third. And that is William Byron to Denny Hamlin's right elbow. They are wheel to wheel. Hamlin trying to bust out of the box. Now Alex Bowman making it a three car fight for that third position. Boy, again, almost three wide. And now Alex Bowman's going to get jacked up. Kyle Busch is right there. Let's pick him up as they make their way to turn three. Kyle Busch almost getting to the bumper of Bowman. That now Bowman just trying to hang on to that fourth spot as William Byron racing hard on that outside groove. Eric Almirola still your leader down the back straightaway. Kyle Busch getting racy for the number four position where the two Hendrick Camaros are side by side. Bowman and Byron are there. Just behind them, it's Kyle Busch. It's Bubba Wallace side by side. You heard earlier Kyle Busch did not want to start in the back of the pack. He wants to get up to the front early, and he's trying to bust out of the box. Simply cannot do it. William Byron is there. Alex Bowman is there as well as Bubba Wallace. Well, Alex Bowman has the field jacked up from fourth on back. He's got fourth, Alex Hayden, but man, they line up behind him. You've got William
William Byron, Bubba Wallace, Kyle Busch, and more. Well, the sun is setting here in Southern California. Not completely set. Still some daylight out there, but the temperature, specifically the track temperature, has dropped drastically. It's 25 degrees cooler now than what it was when we were running the heat races, Jeff. Boy, Denny Hamlin moving his teammate out of the way. Hamlin now to second. Classic bump and run tactic by Denny Hamlin, but he took it a little bit easy on his teammate. Hamlin goes to second, Martin Truex Jr. to third. Truex not happy at all there. Looks back to the inside of Hamlin. The race for second is on again. Crossover move has some limited success. He did get to the bumper of Hamlin, but Hamlin maintains control. He's got second. Truex Jr. to third. It's Alex Bowman in fourth. He's got a mirror full of William Byron. And then there's Kyle Busch, who's right there as well. Here comes William Byron down to the inside on his teammate. Bold move by William Byron, and the car really stuck to that low side through turns one and two. He pulls away from Alex Bowman, but he can't shake Kyle Busch. Well, 27 cars took the green flag. All 27 are still on the lead lap, but Dan Hubbard, maybe not for long. That's right, because Eric Almarola is going to catch the rear end of the field. One of those cars is Todd Ginola, and the other one is Austin Sindrick as they make their way off turn two. Didn't take long for Almarola to catch the rear end of the field. Well, don't expect these drivers at the tail end of the lead lap, Alex, to just let Eric Almarola go. They want to hang on to the lead lap. We are only 14 laps in next time by, and Eric Almarola, the leader now, Alex, in heavy-duty traffic. Trying to look to the inside of Todd Gilliland to try to put him a lap down, but Gilliland keeps his car right in front of the race leader on the backstretch. And there's really nowhere for Gilliland to go. There's lots of traffic up ahead with Austin Sendrick and A.J. Allmendinger. Here comes the move from Eric Almarola. Oh, he makes contact with Todd Gilliland. He will get by, but that right front took a pretty good shot, uh, Dan Hubbard, on the left rear of Todd Gilliland. He really did. Almarola basically got almost sideways on the front. Trouble stretch. turn number one. Eric Jones goes for a spin off the front bumper of Michael McDowell, and the caution is on the speedway for the first time. Remember, caution laps do not count in the Bushlight Clash. We welcome you back to the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Still under the caution flag after Eric Jones went around for a spin. But Steve Post down there monitoring the radios of these teams and taking a close look at these cars from the infield. Is there more damage to that race car? Uh, Eric Jones just reported that the toe, and that means the alignment of the tires, especially on the front of the car, are way off on it. He said the steering wheel is even turned about 15 degrees from where it's supposed to be. That's not going to handle well, but I'm not really really sure what they can do about it either. The problem of it is, is that to come in and make the repairs and the adjustments on it, I'm not sure how much time they have to do that and what they would do in that instance. So they're going to ride for a little bit and see if he can make the car work and see where they're at. And they might adjust or, or reevaluate if we get another caution here. He's been communicating with Dave Lenz. The crew is down here on the inside, but the crew chiefs are up high above the speedway. And so uh, it's a fascinating dynamic here listening to it. But Eric said he made pretty good contact out there when he got around in turn number two. And he is the driver that brought the caution flag out on lap number 16. To our right, Alex Hayden, as the field chooses up. Boy, the big beneficiary is going to be Kyle Busch. He is going to go from fifth position outside row one. But real quickly, to our right, the Bruins from UCLA, the Trojans of USC. The student section is populated. They turned out. 
they did absolutely right. And they have filled out. The, they've given them T-shirts free of charge to get the students to come out, enjoy some NASCAR Cup Series racing. And, oh, by the way, doesn't hurt. That's where Cypress Hill performed. And Wiz Khalifa will be performing here in just a bit as well. But welcome to the L.A. Coliseum. Welcome to NASCAR Racing. Students from the University of Southern California and from UCLA. That's yeah, pretty cool. By the way, Eric Almarola may have mischosen the lane that he wanted. He wanted to go to the inside. It was too late. He was committed to the outside. At least that's what it looked. He wanted to get the inside on Denny Hamlin. NASCAR said, no way. You go to the outside. So Denny Hamlin will restart inside row one as we go back under the green. But Almarola is the control car and can start in the Geico restart zone anywhere he wants. Kyle Busch jumps to his outside. Kyle Busch may have changed lanes before the start finish line. We'll wait and see what NASCAR has to say about that. But we're green again, Dan Hubbard. Beatles basically two by two by two, but there's bumping and banging up at the front while Denny Hamlin really leaning on Eric Almarola. You can see tire smoke, tire smoke coming off of both machines, and they're still dead even. No driver has an advantage. Grinding on one another. Hamlin on the inside. Eric Almarola on the outside. Truex right behind. Kyle Busch to his outside as Eric Jones has come to the infield, and they're three wide down the back straightaway. Martin Truex Jr. took a brief look at it to make three wide into the inside. Everybody heavy on the brakes through turns three and four. They maintain control, and finally it is Denny Hamlin who busts out of the box. Oh, it's like a bowling ball. Martin Truex Jr. just hip-checked Eric Almarola from second all the way back to the number six position. Truex getting physical. He's second. Kyle Busch falls in line to third, but here comes William Byron. And it's just a case of bumper cars through the corners through turns three and four. Bubba Wallace got into William Byron, who got into Kyle Busch. They try to sort it out. Martin Truex now locks down the second spot in hot pursuit of the leader, Denny Hamlin. One driver that just flat out doesn't care. He's long gone is race leader, Denny Hamlin. Then you get back to Truex, Kyle Busch, William Byron, Bubba Wallace, and they're side by side again behind that, Dan. Alex Bowman trying to get his Chevrolet pointed in the right direction. He's side by side with Eric Almarola. That would be for the sixth position. Interesting that Denny Hamlin is leading by a bunch. Not necessarily that impressive during practice, but he's got a big lead here Tr in the early Trouble draw. turn number four. Ryan Blaney gets punted. He'll go the wrong way. And then Chase Elliott and Ty Gibbs with nowhere to go. They stand on the brakes. Everybody has to grab a gear, refire, and try to pull away as the race leader, Denny Hamlin, will bring the field back to the caution flag. Denny Hamlin is our second leader of the evening, 23 laps in. Eric Almarola from the pole position led the opening 16 laps. Hamlin has now led the next seven as caution flag laps do not count. How about uh, where you start on a restart? That choose rule? Remember Eric Almarola, who was the race leader but may have mischosen, just didn't know exactly where the triangle was, the choose rule in play, and ended up starting on the outside of Denny Hamlin? Goodbye, Denny. Truex by him. Kyle Busch by him. William Byron. Bubba Wallace. Where you start matters, that's for sure. It, it really does. In the outside lane, there is grip there, 
but it's mm -hmm. just simply a bull ring, a tight little racetrack. Outside lane isn't necessarily the place to be. However, I think if you exit turn two and can pinch down to the bottom of the racetrack and force that driver underneath you not to be able to drift up, you may be able to get an advantage there. Bottom line is you've got to be able to stay close enough to the car in front of you to make that happen. Well, and then when that happens, you get a chain reaction like we just saw here on lap number 23. That first car that's got to hit the brakes just stacks everybody else up. They've got nowhere to go, and they just start running into one another. Choose rule in play right now. Interesting here. Quarter-mile racetrack, 27 cars, 26 on the track now. They are literally bumper to bumper. Ryan Blaney at the tail end of the field, and right behind him is Kip Childress in the pace car. Denny to the inside, Truex to the inside. Kyle will restart outside row one. William Byron will tuck in line inside row three. The opportunity to gain track position, but it comes at a cost. It does, because you have to be able to get a good restart along with the race leader, which in this case is Denny Hamlin. Outside is Kyle Busch. Kyle's got to get a good restart to try to at least stay wheel-to-wheel -wheel with him when they get over into turns one and two, and who knows, might get a little bit aggressive at the front of the field. Well, if you're just joining us, you haven't missed a lot. We're 23 laps in to this 150-lap main event. It is the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. We're live on the Motor Racing Network to kick off what we expect to be an amazing season. 2023 unfolding tonight. A couple of weeks from now, of course, we will be in Daytona and, of course, the Daytona 500. You'll hear it all right here on the Motor Racing Network. Getting ready to go back under the green flag. Denny on the inside. Kyle Busch on the outside. Row two has Truex and Bubba Wallace. Row three, William Byron and Austin Dillon. Here they come into turns three and four. Anticipate the green flag from chief starter Joey Acock this time by. As the green flag goes in the air through the gear, they go one more time. Hamlin cannot clear Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch working that middle groove, and now Hamlin squeezes him up against the wall. Kyle Busch will not back off the throttle, but it is Denny Hamlin taking the field into turns three and and for Martin Truex trying to follow him through. Kyle Busch on the outside trying to do it the hard way. Right now he has got a quarter panel up on Denny Hamlin side by side. Busch convinced he can get this job done on the outside. Denny Hamlin not backing down. Martin Truex Jr. in third locks up the rear end off the corner. And Denny Hamlin will squeeze out in front of Kyle Busch as Martin Truex Jr. gets a good run beside Busch. Martin Truex Jr. has the inside line off of turns one and two but Kyle Busch again not giving up. He'd dearly love to get that inside line, but nobody is letting him in. Bubba Wallace right there in fourth. Well, like Eric Elmarola during the last restart, Kyle Busch taking the beating on the outside. Truex will get by. Now he'll tuck in line, or will he? Because here comes Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace would not let Kyle Busch in. In fact, gave a shot to Martin Truex Jr., who's now in second. Kyle Busch, Bubba Wallace side-by-side side for third off turn two. Bubba Wallace will take over the number three spot, so give Toyota one, two, and three, and the RCR Chevrolets now go fourth and fifth as Austin Dillon will get by Kyle Busch. They'll fall in line single file. What a nice nifty move by Austin Dillon. Kind of snuck up on Kyle Busch upon the entry of turn three. He locks down the fourth position, sets his sights on Bubba Wallace. We are 30 laps into this one. Make it 29. Denny Hamlin
Hamlin, quick look at the top ten. It's Hamlin, Truex, Bubba Wallace, Austin Dillon, and Kyle Busch, top five. William Byron, sixth. Eric Elmerola, seventh. Tyler Reddick, eighth. Alex Bowman and Ryan Priest complete the top ten. With 11th being the car of Chase Briscoe. They're essentially single file, but I say that. Here goes Eric Almirola stepping out of line. Looks to the inside of William Byron. That's for the sixth position. Good run by Eric Almirola. Squeezes Byron up off the wall. He's got to back out of the gas. Give the spot to Eric Almirola. Drivers on the move. Austin Dillon up six spots since we put him under the green flag. Ryan Priest, Austin Sindrick up six. Bubba Wallace and Daniel Suarez up five spots when, you know, those that are climbing the leaderboard, others, well, not so fast. Yeah, if some are climbing, that means somebody's got to be going backwards, and Ryan Blaney is one of those drivers. He's 11 spots down from the drop of the green flag after the spin. Justin Haley, who won the pole position fastest qualifier last night, he's lost nine positions. Justin Haley is back there just struggling right now in traffic. Further back, you've got uh, uh, Eric Almirola, who's lost a handful of spots, but just got one of those back after Almirola got roughed up just a bit early on in the race. Running at the tail end of the field now is Chase Elliott in front of Chase, but again, this is the back of the field. You've got Ty Gibbs back there, Todd Gilliland, A.J. Allmendinger, and Ryan Blaney, but Chase Elliott, Dan, he's going to have to pick up the pace because Denny Hamlin, race leader, closing in. Hamlin only about seven to eight car lengths behind Chase Elliott, who's had a very, very tough weekend here at the Coliseum. Problems in practice, problems in the heat race, and now he's on the tail end of the lead lap with Denny Hamlin closing. Two caution flags. The first came out when Eric Jones got punted around, and Steve Post, Eric Jones is standing beside you instead of racing. Yes, he is down here. Eric, what happened? Uh, 34 has got into his there, turned his around, and we must have gotten in the right rear after Thank you, Steve. Unfortunate for Eric Jones, and he'll take that and his new teammate, Noah Gregson. They'll head off to Daytona Beach coming up in just a couple of weeks. Dan, what's going on with Chase Elliott? He's just going to lap down. Yeah, no forward bite for Chase Elliott at all. In fact, the car doesn't seem to lurch forward until he gets to the middle of the straightaways. He has just pulled the Chevrolet over. He's letting everybody by. Denny Hamlin has gotten by. Martin Truex, so too has Bubba Wallace, as we have got caution on the on the track. That's because A.J. Allmendinger has nosed it up against the Sunoco barrier in turn number two. He looks in his rearview mirror and sees the rest of the field going by, and we're under caution for the third time. Welcome back. Motor Racing Network live with coverage of the Bush Clash. The Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. Two to go. They'll be choosing next time by inside lane or outside. For those that may be joining us for the very first time, and we keep saying that choose rule, pick a lane. What's it mean, Alex? Well, it gives the drivers the opportunity to choose whether they want to restart on the inside lane or the outside in double file restarts. How does this work? Well, here at the Coliseum on such a short track with two laps to go before we go to green, there's an orange V painted on the turn one side of the start finish line. The drivers then have to choose whether to go to the inside of that V or outside of it. That's where they make that commitment once they go by that V 
whatever they go inside or out, they're committed to that. A rule change coming this year on the choose rule is it's been expanded. We will now have the choose rule in play on the super speedways as well as the dirt tracks. So here's what happens. William Byron is scored seventh, but because nobody other than Bubba went to the outside lane, he went from seventh to restarting outside row two. Now, Kyle Busch, on the other hand, elected to not take his beating, and he went to inside row four. In other words, he feels like starting in, you know, back in row four, that he is still going to be able to get by William Byron, uh, Tyler Reddick, Alex Bowman, who are actually in front of him, but restarting on the outside. Good dynamic on the front row with Denny Hamlin for Joe Gibbs Racing on the inside lane. His race car and employee in Bubba Wallace at 2311 Racing is going to restart to his outside. We know it's got to get physical if you want to get from the outside lane to the inside. We'll see how this one plays out as the green flag goes back in the air. And Denny Hamlin and Bubba Wallace race for the lead. A couple of Toyotas bring the field off of turn two and down the back straightaway. And Hamlin gets a little bit loose and actually gets into Bubba Wallace. Wallace tucks in behind Hamlin. And Hamlin missed his mark. He swings out wide and everybody gets by. Martin Truex, William Byron, and now Austin Dillon is alongside Denny Hamlin. He goes from first down to a battle for fifth. Well, he missed his mark because he got hit in the rear end by Bubba Wallace, but it wasn't Bubba that caused that. Truex got into Bubba. Bubba got into Denny. Alex Hayden. Denny goes sailing, and now he's just trying to hang on to the top five. And he's on the dreaded outside lane. He locks up the left front hard under braking, trying to stay alongside his other car that he owns at 2311, and that's Tyler Reddick off turn two. And Tyler Reddick not cutting Denny Hamlin any breaks whatsoever. Dove hard down deep into turns one and two to keep Hamlin at bay. And Hamlin again has a problem through turns three and four as Ryan Priest gets by. Hamlin now under attack from Alex Bowman. He's just going to drive by. Alex will. And now here comes Kyle Larson, Eric Elmarola waiting in the wings. And so is Joey Logano. Denny Hamlin on the outside. And he is going backwards, Dan Hubbard. A free fall is trying to stop. Denny Hamlin is trying to stop that free fall off of turn two now finds his rhythm and is side-by-side, side, although now he locks up the rear end. This is a battle against Kyle Larson. They continue to circulate the quarter-mile track side-by-side. Side. This is for ninth and 10th, and Hamlin has no fight left. Larson gets away by two car lengths. Now Hamlin tries to defend the spot from Joey Logano. He tried to get down to the inside of the corner through turns three and four, but Joey Logano beat him to it, so Logano gets by Hamlin. So, too, does Chase Briscoe. Boy, Denny Hamlin just backing up at the front of the field. By the way, Bubba Wallace is leading here in Southern California over another Toyota. In Martin Truex Jr., William Byron, Austin Dillon, Kyle Busch, top five. The rest of the top ten, Tyler Reddick, Ryan Priest, Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, and Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin just free-falling. You and I were just trying to see, is it possible? Did he cut down a tire? Is it losing air? That is not the same Toyota that we saw here about seven laps ago. Now, from the lead to 12th position, if you call is really as good as it was when he was leading all of those 26 laps. He's led the most laps so far this evening. I just don't see that it is Dan Hubbard. Denny Hamlin just trying to hang on right now. Absolutely. And you wonder if he really has a physical problem with the car. But it combined that with the fact that no one was letting him in the inside lane, that low, that low line through the corner. So he was paying a price uh, on 
one level and on another level. Now he is kind of uh, stabilized well outside the top 10. He's running behind Chase Briscoe. 55 laps complete. Remember Rusty Wallace, the progressive keys to winning today? Maintain your cool. So let's find out. Was it Denny Hamlin? Is it a issue with the car? Steve Post can explain. No issue with the car at this point. They've got back down in line and the lap times have picked back up. The issue was exactly what you just said, Jeff Striegel. Denny was not happy. He got rooted up out of the groove and he was angry and he overdrove the car a few times, locked up the brakes a few times, locked up the tires, slid the tires, but there's no issue with the race car. They just got to get the driver cooled down and get back into a rhythm, which they're working to do right now. So Bubba Wallace is happy that he has a spotter for this reason because he's undoubtedly talking to the spotter with Denny Hamlin because when you look in the rearview mirror, if you're Denny, you think it's the car that you own and the driver that you employ that just jacked you up and moved you out of the way. But I think what you're going to see from the spotter or here, if you're Denny Hamlin, is it wasn't Bubba. Bubba got hit from behind. Bubba got shoved into you, and you went up and out of the race groove. you got to make sure you know who you're mad at, or the paybacks, uh, they might not be uh, what you're thinking. True, yeah, but still, you're going to be mad regardless. When you've led the most laps to this point at 26 that Denny Hamlin had and gets moved out of the way, I don't think it matters who moved him out of the way. Denny's going to be hot under the collar, and he simply needs to keep his cool as we get closer and closer to the halftime break. 63 laps go on the board. Halftime coming up at lap 75. All right, we'll keep you posted on what's going on on the racetrack, but we'll also give you a quick look at the leaderboard as Bubba has caught the tail end of the field. He leads on lap number 64 over Martin Truex Jr. Austin Dillon now around William Byron. Dillon third, Byron fourth, Kyle Busch fifth. The rest of the top ten, Tyler Reddick, Ryan Priest, Alex Bowman, ninth place Kyle Larson, and Joey Logano is tenth. Eleventh is Chase Briscoe, Denny Hamlin goes 12th. 13th is Ross Chastain. 14th is Daniel Suarez. 15th is Noah Gregson. Justin Haley is 16th. Christopher Bell, 17th. 18th, Michael McDowell. 19th, Kevin Harvick. And 20th is Ty Gibbs. 21st right now as I watch Eric Elmarola going a lap down to Bubba Wallace. Remember Eric Elmarola led the first 16 laps. 21st, Austin Sindrick, the rest of the field, Todd Gilliland, one lap down. Eric Elmarola, Chase Elliott, a lap down. So is A.J. Allmendinger, Ryan Blaney, and Eric Jones. You heard from him a few moments ago. He went out on lap number 16. Seven laps to go before the halftime break here at the L.A. Coliseum. Good, hard, physical racing just about everywhere you look. Drivers are not at all afraid to put the bumper to the competition. We see Alex Bowman roughing up Ryan Priest off turn four right now. That's a good hard race for position seven and eight. They come off the uh, corner off of turn two by position seven and eight. Tyler Reddick is there. So too is Kyle Busch, Ryan Priest, and Alex Bowman. Want to make a quick comment about Bubba Wallace. He put Chase Elliott a lap down. He put Eric Almarola a lap down. Ryan Blaney, who who's also at the rear of the field, saw Bubba Wallace coming and started making desperate moves. He does not want to go a lap down, and those desperate moves have been paying off, just throwing his forward into the corners, and now he's got Todd Gilliland between himself and the leader, Bubba Wallace. Let's remind you of the cars that are a lap down. One lap down, Eric Elmarola, Chase Elliott, A.J. Allmendinger, Ryan Blaney also a lap down and currently running in position number 26 right now. Goal very simple. 
trouble if you are, as we got a car around, it's Denny Hamlin, and he is going to bring out the caution flag here on num- on lap number 73. Denny Hamlin. We mentioned you got to stay cool under the collar. Denny Hamlin spins. This will not help things out as he's going to try to figure out some way, somehow, to get calm down just a bit. We told you tempers are going to fly. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to have some issues out here on the racetrack. It's short track racing. It is physical and this is going to well, uh, laps do not count under the caution flag. So we're going to be two laps shy of halfway. We're going to have ourselves a little bit of a shootout here when we get to the halfway point once we put the green back in the air. Well, you got to believe that right now crew chiefs and spotters talking to their driver saying don't do what you just said you think we're going to see. Don't bend the race car. Don't cut down a tire. Don't stick the thing in the fence. Well, that uh, that's easier said than done. All right, so this is going to be just a quick two-lap shootout to bring us to the halfway point with 73 down. Take the break at lap 75. That gives us two to go. Can we get there without a caution? We'll find out. Here they come off turn number four. Green flag goes back in the air. Bubba Wallace on the inside. Austin Dillon on the outside. Nice restart for Bubba Wallace, but here comes Austin Dillon on that outside. Wheel to wheel as the field makes their way into turn three. Wallace maintains control and now gets a hood out in front. And Austin Dillon's going to try to stay right along beside him. Lap number 74 on the board. Last time before halfway. Uh, Dillon may have a shot at this. Off of turn two. Gets a good launch. He's leaning on the door panel of Bubba Wallace. Boy, he's going to kick the car sideways. He's going to lose second to Truex across the line. They are halfway down. Bubba Wallace will lead the field back off of turn number two. And we see the caution flag fly as expected. This is is the halfway break. It happens at lap number 75. Bubba Wallace, the first to the start-finish line before the caution flag came out. Martin Truex Jr. by Austin Dillon off four. Truex second, Dillon third. The rest of the top ten on lap 75. Tyler Reddick fifth. Ryan Priest, 6th, Kyle Busch, 7th, Alex Bowman, 8th, ninth. Joey Logano, and 10th at the break is Kyle Larson. Back at the Coliseum as the fireworks and the pyrotechnics going off, the neon lights down there, Wiz Khalifa continuing his concert for the throng of fans all around the L.A. Coliseum. There's a throng of fans right now and throng of people in the infield, including our Steve Post. I'm telling you what, I've never seen a pit road like this the place is rocking out some of the crew members even getting into Wiz Khalifa but when you look at it first and foremost guys we talk about when we go to Darlington Darlington stripes every car here has Darlington stripes I mean every car has got the right side tore off some have even tore off the left side the amount of work done on the cars is really determined by where you're at in the running order Bubba Wallace reported his car on a scale of one to ten was one tight very very close to really really good Martin Truex Jr. not much work on his car as well as Tyler Reddick. When you get to the middle and the back of the pack, there's a lot of work on these cars. Noah Gregson, the right front is just all tore off that car. They've worked on it. They've got the fender attached to it there, but a lot of the grill work has gone on that. There's a lot of damage. Michael McDowell, the left side, has got a lot of lot of beating and bang marks on it as well. So lots and lots of stuff, but operations down here have wrapped up. Crew members have now moved away from the cars, and we're getting ready here in just a little bit to send them away from the track. 
That is, of course, assuming that Wiz Khalifa decides to yield for the second half of this, but he's having a pretty good time here, too, as well. Why stop? He's putting on a show, and the crowd is loving it, but I have a feeling he's just wrapped up and said goodbye. He realizes we have 75 laps to go. Now, the crew chief would normally be right next to Steve Post down there, right there on Pit Road. Well, this is completely different, and the crew chiefs are actually outside of the infield in the grandstands, and Jason Toy, they would basically be in the end zone, and you've caught up with one of the crew chiefs. Yeah, Randall Burnett, crew chief for Kyle Busch. All right, first off, before we talk about the race, how do you like the setup here for you guys? Well, this is nice. Uh, good view of the race over here. Uh, we're on the opposite end of the track, so we didn't get to see the concert this year, but that's all right. Um, our, uh, our eight car, we're struggling a little bit there that first session, or the first half of the race there. We need to tighten it up a little bit. So uh, we made some decent adjustments here. Hopefully it's a little bit better to Kyle's liking, and we can start going forward here. We saw the RCR cars really try that outside lane to get it to work in. You think the adjustments can help with that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, it's it's just a matter of timing it out, and eventually you got to get down. It's just a matter of finding that right hole and hoping you don't give up too much. You know, both the three and the eight have been aggressive on, on trying to get those spots, and um, we cycled up to the front there, and then we, we kind of got caught there and, and lost a few, but you're going to see that all night long on these restarts. It's just a matter of, of what's happening right behind you in the row behind you and if you can get down and, and get in front of somebody. All right, this is the first real race for you and Kyle. You did some testing down at Coda and some other things. How's the communication so far here for you two? Yeah, no, we're still learning, you know, um, obviously our first race together. So um, still learning his scaling on how he ranks things and and what my adjustments are for those. So, uh, you know, that's a, that's a good icebreaker for that. Um, you know, just kind of get our feet underneath us before we get back into the points racing and, and uh, going to Daytona here in a few weeks. You impressed all of us with your dance moves. Good job. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> Randall Burnett, the crew chief up here for Kyle Busch. They're checking in the concert, making the adjustments, and they give you an idea on the layout for these guys. They're sitting in the stands, and it's like they're sitting in a college uh, lecture hall. Laptops on their laps, trying to get all the work done they can. Halftime is over. That was Alex Hayden, by the way. My name is Jeff Striegel. You heard from Jason Toy and Steve Post just a moment ago. The fifth member of the broadcast team, Dan Hubbard from Anaheim, California, out there with those fans. And, Dan, we could see you dancing all the way from over here. I'll tell you what, Jeff. I was just thinking about that. When Wiz Khalifa was on the stage, this whole stadium stood up and when they were dancing. And the only thing I can personally compare that to is at Talladega, when they queue up Sweet Home Alabama. Everybody stands up, they get into it. And that same joy that's there was here just a few moments ago. I mean, these kids are having fun. And I do say, kids, there's a lot of youth in this crowd here tonight. And that is great to see. It's exactly what NASCAR wants. And you think when Wiz finished his concert, they were headed for the turnstiles? Absolutely not. They took their seats. They want to see how this race plays out. Because it's that good. It's that entertaining. Kip Childress with the wheel and engineering lights blazing on that blue and black Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 pace car. They come to the line. We'll get the one to go this time by. One to go. 75 laps remain in the bush light. Clash. Caution flag laps do not count. 
Hold on tight. Bubba Wallace, Truex, row one, Austin uh, Austin Dillon, and William Byron, row two. Tyler Reddick, Ryan Priest, row three for the restart. Kyle Busch, Alex Bowman, row four, row five. Joey Logano and Kyle Larson, that's your top ten on lap 75, ready to go back under the green flag. It was intense. It was physical in the first half, 75 laps. Expect more and then some here. Green flag back in the air. Bubba Wallace, Austin Dillon, Martin Trex Jr. mixing it up. Bubba Wallace picks up right where he left off. He breaks out into the lead. Austin Dillon saves his braking for late into the corner, smokes the rear tires. That gives the second spot to Martin Truex Jr. Well, he's not done yet. He'll dive that car into the corner, makes contact with Bubba Wallace. They're three wide for the lead. Heavy, heavy Trouble hit. turn number two. Ty Gibbs goes for a spin, and that'll bring us to the caution flag. Ty Gibbs went all the way down on the rumble strips and turns one and two. He was shoved down there against the Jersey barriers and had nothing to do but spin the car out or he was going to wallop the sand barrels down there. And that puts us under the caution flag. And Ty Gibbs will refire the Monster Energy Toyota and fall in at the tail end of the field. Caution flag number six. That will put us under the caution at lap 76. That didn't last long. Bubba Wallace was under attack, though. Truex to his inside. They were battling for the lead. 76 down, 74 to go. Bubba Wallace is out front. We'll give you a look at the top 10. Bubba Wallace, Martin Truex Jr., Austin Dillon, third. William, and by the way, Truex and Dillon not happy with one another. More on that in a moment. Byron, fourth. Tyler Reddick, fifth. Kyle Busch, sixth. Seventh, Ryan Priest. Alex Bowman, eighth. Kyle Larson, ninth. And Joey Logano is tenth. And we got some drivers not happy with one another, Alex Hayden. Martin Truex Jr. and Austin Dillon giving each other the business during the caution flag. Getting rough on the racetrack, bringing us to the, the the sixth caution. Here we go. Green flag back in the air. Bubba Wallace inside lane. Truex outside. Bubba Wallace's Toyota is so quick on the get-go. I mean, he just jumped out in front of Martin Truex Jr., who now rides in second. And again, Dylan bumps the rear end of Martin Truex Jr. That is the fight for the second spot. But again, it's important to know that it was William Byron that got into Dylan that shoved Dylan into Truex, but I have a feeling that Martin Truex will remember it as being the driver of the number three car, Alex. I think so too, but Truex right now has other things as we got a car in trouble in turn four. It's Kevin Harvick. Harvick goes around, pointing southbound in the northbound lane of turn number four, and for the seventh time tonight, caution is on the speedway. So let's go back and revisit now, because definitely, like Dan Hubbard called perfectly, Dylan got into the back of Truex. They've been doing that now ever since we put him under the green flag after the break. And, and uh, Truex knows that Dylan is right there. Truex knows it was Dylan that got into him, but it wasn't by choice because it's the drivers that line up behind one another. They get to pushing, get to shoving. Truex gets hammered. He looks in the rearview mirror, thinks it's Dylan. Realistically, there's more to the story. Yeah, it's an accordion effect. When somebody about third, fourth, or fifth in line late breaks and tries to get aggressive, hammers the back bumper of the car in front of them, they've got no choice whether they're hard on the brakes or not. The bumping will continue to move up the leaderboard. Eventually, it gets to the front of the field. That's part of uh, this short track racing, what we've seen here this weekend. 
second, third, and fourth might be just fine, but if the fifth place car gets into the fourth place, that's going to affect maybe the leader, second and third place. Byron and Bowman side by side. Green flag goes in the air, and we are back underway on lap number 78. Bubba Wallace with the lead off turn number two. He's got a good lead coming off turn two and down the back straightaway. They fight it out for second. Ryan Truex Jr. and Austin Dillon side by side for that second place battle. Truex comes out of turn four with the second spot. Martin Truex Jr. to second, but not quite clear of Dillon just yet. Here comes Ryan Priest. Ryan Priest to the inside of Austin Dillon. That's the side by side battle for the third spot. Alex Bowman is also there. So too is Kyle Busch. Well, you take your beating when you start on the outside. Austin Dillon did that, starting alongside Bubba Wallace. Truex by him. Priest by him. Alex Bowman working all over him. And next in line, Dan, will be Kyle Busch as we see a battle shape up for second. That's where you find Martin Truex Jr. and Ryan Priest suddenly has found some speed. Got to the inside of Truex through turns one and two. Give the second Trouble spot to off Ryan Turn Priest. number two. Around goes Michael McDowell. He got hammered. Made a 360. Chase Elliott with nowhere to go. Made contact with the McDowell car. Ty Gibbs got a mix up in that mess as well. All of this happening off of turn number two. And for the eighth time, Chief Starter Joey Acock is waving the yellow flag. Green flag back in the air. Bubba Wallace, Martin Trex Jr. pick up the trading paint once again. Ryan Priest just pushed Bubba Wallace into the lead and now will not let Ryan Trex Jr. down to the bottom lane. Everybody locks it up and it turns three and four and they're almost three wide for the top spot. Well, Todd Gilliland is sitting sideways right in turn number one. Inside goes Bubba. Outside goes Truex. And they avoid Todd Gilliland who literally is sitting sideways in turn number one. You had one lane to the inside, one lane to the outside. Todd is a sitting duck and nobody touched him. Uh, well, no, uh, he's sitting that way because Kevin Harvick turned him around. He made sure of that. Welcome back to Los Angeles. Green flag goes back in the air. Bubba Wallace and now Ryan Priest trying to grab the lead. Nice clean start for everybody. And Ryan Priest does get out in front. Bubba Wallace hits him in the corner panel. Doesn't matter to Priest. He hangs on to the lead. Write it down. That is the first driver to make a strong pass using the outside lane. That's how good this car is. He drove by Dan Hubbard. Bubba Wallace restarting on the outside of row number one. Not only has he gotten around, Bubba Wallace. He's trying to put some distance between himself and the 2311 driver, having some success by about a car length and a half. Alex Bowman now rides in the third position. Ford Mustang of Ryan Priest up front. He's the second Stuart Haas racing Ford to lead here in the Bushlight Clash after pole uh, star, starter number one, Eric Almarola, led the opening 16 laps. Here's Alex Bowman. He'll rough up Bubba Wallace for second. Bowman trying to take the spot away. Wallace must be wondering what is going on. Priest has gotten by me now so too has Alex Bowman now Bubba Wallace feels a challenge from trouble turn number two we've got multiple cars around AJ Allmendinger Christopher Bell both have gone around that was another one of those domino effect type cautions everybody jamming it in there and bouncing off of one another and Allmendinger and Bell are the ones that got the worst end of that one yellow flag is out for the 10th time tonight under the lights Ryan Priest around Bubba doing it the hard way and then basically in just a short period of time driving away from the field Alex Bowman has come to second and Bubba Wallace kicked back to third and Truex back to fourth Kyle Busch is fifth 
We've gotten the choose, and we'll come to the line and get the one to go. So after the choose, front row will be Ryan Priest inside lane, Alex Bowman outside lane. Row number two inside is Bubba Wallace. Outside of him is Martin Truex Jr. Third row, we'll see Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch. The fourth row, Joey Logano and William Byron. 65 laps to go as we get ready to go back into the green flag. How good is Ryan Priest? We'll find out here shortly. I'm still watching row number two with Bubba Wallace and Truex in it. Those are fast cars and RCR teammates right behind. They are indeed. Green flag goes back in the air. Ryan Priest with a nice restart. Cannot clear Alex Bowman, however. They race wheel to wheel. Alex Bowman hanging tough on that outside lane. Still, Ryan Priest has not cleared him. They're side by side for that third place battle. Two by two by two off turn four and Kyle Busch gets turned. They started to stack up just inside the top ten and Kyle Busch does the 180 and goes all the way to the rear of the field. He got wiped out by Joey Logano. Wiped out. Joey I don't even know if Joey lifted going into turn number three and he just hammered Kyle Busch. Now that's one that you know we have seen Joey a couple of times this weekend Look at that, just uh, up the racetrack. <laughs> did I call that correctly? Wiped him out? You did. The car directly in front of Joey Logano, who was on the inside lane, the car directly in front of him was Austin Dillon, but Joey drove it into turn three so hard that the bottom lane just wasn't there anymore. He slid right up and caught the left rear quarter panel of Kyle Busch's Chevrolet and sent Kyle around. Kyle Busch on the tail end now. He'll go to the back of the field, still on the lead lap. Priest on the inside, Bowman on the outside to the Geico restart zone. They go, and the green flag is out. Priest again will try to get away as they stack up two by two by two all the way through the field. Once again, everybody gets a good restart as they come off turn two down the back straightaway. Ryan Priest on that low line, Alex Bowman at his right elbow, but now Ryan Priest establishes himself as the leader. And Alex Bowman will establish himself as second place. Bubba Wallace getting crowded downstairs, and from the outside lane, Jeff Morton Trick. Jr. takes the spot. All of a sudden are we seeing Dan the outside lane because right behind William Byron trying to get the outside lane advantage on Austin Dillon. That would be remarkable if suddenly the outside lane became the quick lane. Right now Austin Dillon got in front of William Byron. That was the fight for the fifth position. Here comes Alex Bowman looking to take the lead away from Ryan Priest. And that ally Chevrolet Alex Bowman did not make the main event last year. He's riding second but he's getting his back bump peppered right now, courtesy of Martin Truex Jr.'s front bumper. For the moment, Ryan Priest up to the challenge of Alex Bowman. They ride nose to tail. In fact, the top five are single file. Ryan Truex, Martin Truex Jr. in that third position. Fourth is Bubba Wallace. Well, who said you can't go three wide around this racetrack? Chase Elliott on the outside. Now, he is dropping hard. He was on the outside of Christopher Bell, A.J. Allmendinger. Then he was on the outside of Kyle Busch and Eric Elmerol. They're getting it. Uh, they're getting after it right now. That's for sure. And Alex, what about that battle for the lead? It's a good one. Ryan Priest has it. Alex Bowman is second right there. And then it's Martin Truex Jr., Bubba Wallace. That's the front four. And Dan, looks like the front four have begun to gap themselves from the fifth place car, Austin Dillon. Just a little bit. Put it in a car length and a half. And even though the top four cars are single file, it's still a very tight pack of racing. For the moment, Bowman content to shadow Ryan Priest in the lead. 56 
laps complete. Quick look at the top ten. Priest over Bowman. Martin Trex Jr. third. Bubba Wallace fourth. Austin Dillon is fifth. William Byron sixth. His teammate Kyle Larson is seventh. Justin Haley is eighth. You've got uh, Tyler Reddick running ninth and Chase Briscoe completing the top ten. Comfortable, Dan, at the front of the field right now for Ryan Priest? Absolutely. And now he's even opening up just a little bit more of a gap. Almost two car lengths, but not quite. It goes away as they come into turns one and two. But I would never call anybody comfortable on a quarter-mile track. Alex Bowman was threatening, but now he's feeling the pressure from Martin Truex Jr. He is. Truex was right on the back bumper. Almost like Truex was sending a message via Morris code, bouncing off that back bumper multiple times. Steve Posted almost getting the sense here as we've run 13 straight green flag laps. The most we've run consecutively here in the second half of the race. Almost seems like we've gotten ourselves into a, a stage where the drivers said, you know what, we need to race a little bit. Now, I think that is the case, and I think they understand it, but the other thing is, is that we got single filed out finally, you know. When they're side by side, that stuff's going to happen, and two laps into a run, which is what we're getting at a shot there earlier, they don't get single filed out. Now they've gotten single filed out. Where it gets interesting, the next time to keep an eye on it, and we're not that far off from it, is when Ryan Priest or Alex Bowman or whoever's leading at the time starts to close in on the tail of the field, that's when they start to get after each other. But it has settled down as now most of the field is running nose to tail around this Coliseum quarter mile. 150 to go. Make it now 49 to go. There's a couple of stories that we want to cover. One with William Byron. But before that, though, Dan, we said comfortable, not so comfortable anymore. Alex Bowman closing in on the race leader. Almost to the bumper of Ryan Priest, and Priest is going to have another problem because there's traffic up ahead with Austin Sindrick and Chase Elliott. They close in on those cars up off the second corner, front four, nose to tail, right behind Austin Sindrick. Here they come into turns three and four. Austin Sindrick is there. He moves over for the leader, Ryan Priest. Will he move over for Alex Bowman? Yes, he does. So Priest gets by uh, Austin Sindrick. In fact, the top five all get by Sindrick. Ryan Priest now has a little bit of a distance. His next victim, if you will, will be Chase Elliott. Top five, bumper to bumper. Man, rush hour traffic on the 10 here in L.A. Priest in front of Bowman, in front of Truex, Bubba Wallace, and Austin Dillon. William Byron right now riding six. Bonsai moved by Justin Haley down on the inside of the lap car of Austin Sindrick. You got a pretty good battle, Dan, at the front of the field. Trouble, turn number two. Justin Haley goes for a spin. I'm not so sure he didn't lose that one on his own as he tried to apply the power back down to the asphalt. That car kicked around on him, and he'll grab a gear and pull away. We were cautioned for the 12th time. We've gotten the one to go as this time by. We're a lap away from going back under the green flag. The choose and effect yet again. Ryan Priest opted for the bottom. Alex Bowman went topside. Martin Truex Jr. and Bubba Wallace make up row two. I think that tells you just how good the outside lane is. Bowman... Bubba and William all electing to go outside. They don't gain or lose a spot. So inside, outside, the front six machines. And I think that's a testament to where this track is at now with just 43 laps to go. As they come up off turn number four, green flag goes back in the air. Ryan Priest gets a nice jump, but still cannot clear Alex Bowman. 
keeping an eye on Alex Bowman, seeing if that outside lane does work for him. Right now, Ryan Free still has the lead. Bowman is in second. Martin Truex trying to sneak away in that third position down low. Well, he's not going to be able to do it. Bowman slams the door on Truex, but Truex not done yet. Martin Truex not happy with Alex Bowman, lets him know it, now takes the inside line away from Alex Bowman. That's a side-by-side battle for second. Alex Bowman on the outside lane will clear Truex and regain the number two spot. Truex falls in line in the number three position. Jeff, another caution. Ten seconds. That's all you asked for, Alex Hayden. And uh, in that matter of ten seconds, Dan Hubbard, they wadded him up again in front of you. That was another accordion effect. And as I saw it, I think somebody got into uh, Kevin Harvick. And Harvick got into Chase Briscoe. Briscoe did the 180 and unfortunately went a lap down. Not much you can do when that accordion effect as everybody gets on the binders. And it's kind of like, well, if you're the last guy in the line, uh, <laughs> you're going to get turned around. And that's what happened to Chase Briscoe. It's an interesting dynamic that we are seeing here one year later after we did this a year ago. Nobody really knew what to do or really how to race this thing. We've gotten the one-to-go signal. Green flag next time by. And again, no real shakeup with the choose rule in play. Everybody just simply alternates inside and outside as that is a testament to both lanes of racing here. Half a lap away from back under the green flag. Jeff, 41 to go. Going to keep an eye on Alex Bowman, Bubba Wallace, William Byron. They're electing to restart on the outside. Priest on the inside as we get set to go. Back under the green flag. Priest on the hammer. He'll try to pull away, but he cannot. Bowman will hang right with him off turn number two. Right on that outside of turn two. Ryan Priest gives him plenty of racing room behind Priest. That's where you'll find Martin Truix Jr. And he's bringing uh, Bubba Wallace with him. Bubba Wallace got a tap in the left rear quarter panel from Austin Dillon. They get away on unscathed. The battle remains for second. Ryan Priest has got that lead. Alex Bowman is in second. There is Martin Truex Jr. who gives Bowman a bump to the rear. Off the corner they come. Single file formation among the top five. Well, further back, you've got Kyle Larson to the inside on Tyler Reddick. And how about this? Noah Gregson inside the top ten. Dan Hubbard and looking for more. This is a good gaggle of cars. Noah Gregson, Ryan Blaney, and Tyler Reddick. They have been slugging it out mid-pack almost all evening long but still they are here toward the end of tonight's event. Noah Gregson now gets out in front of Ryan Blaney. Tyler Reddick looking on. 37 laps to go in the Bushlight Clash. Ryan Priest the race leader and he's got a car length now on Alex Bowman. Starting to pull away a little bit from Bowman. So far Bowman's been up to whatever Martin Truex Jr. can throw at him and now we're under caution once again. And that's because Ryan Blaney just pounded the outside retaining wall in turn two and yes, he had help. Caution flag number 14 flies over the racetrack. This quarter-mile racetrack built and put together. They actually laid the asphalt down here just after the first of the year. And, uh, Alex, you were talking about it earlier. Blaney gets the car turned around, and he will pick up at the tail end of the field with 37 to go. That this field is roughly six feet above the actual playing surface and I, I used the word a couple of times this weekend, engineering marvel. When you look down at the racetrack, you would have absolutely no idea that this isn't, you know, that this hasn't been here for years and years and purpose built as a racing facility. And obviously, that's not the truth. No, it's not. There's been all kinds of interesting things take place here. You mentioned the, the, the engineering marvel to get this racetrack built here at the LA Coliseum. 
fantastic effort by everybody who's had a hand in this to do it in the timetable they had. But, you know, racing in and around the Los Angeles area is not a new thing when you think about it. We ran midgets here in the Coliseum back in 1945 through 1948. First 26 races were held on an asphalt track with the final six races being held on a wooden board track that was banked 30 degrees. That's the same as Daytona International Speedway. Think about that. A board track, 30-degree banking right here in this same configuration that we got. Uh, racing in and around the Los Angeles area is nothing new. All right, so if you stay with that theme, there are so many things that have made this a historic, iconic stadium. Uh, you go back, I think you mentioned it before, a couple of Super Bowls have been held here. Something that you might not know, it was home to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Baseball was played right here from 1958 through 1960 and in 1959 they had the World Series here and what about those politicians that also have been here from time to time? Uh, there's been one or two. There's been a few. That, that have come and, and spoken to massive crowds here. Uh, presidents, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Dwight Eisenhower, John F. Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, to name some couple. of those. Yeah, presidents have come here to speak. And there's been a concert or two here. Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Van Halen, the Rolling Stones, the boss, Bruce Springsteen, U2, the Who. It's been a who's who of who's been here over the years. We're proud to be here tonight. Here they go, back under the green flag. Priest on the inside, Bowman on the outside. Truex smokes the brakes and the tires as he goes into the corner. And that's because he's trying to stay as close as he possibly can to Ryan Priest because he doesn't want Alex Bowman into that lower lane. So far, it's working for Martin Truex Jr. as Ryan Priest leads the field off of turn two. Side by side for the second spot. Truex is alongside Alex Bowman. Neither driver giving an inch. As a matter of fact, they're going to bounce off of of one another here on the front straightaway. Martin Truex uh, taking Alex Bowman out to the wall. I'm not sure Bowman appreciates that, but it works out for Martin Truex Jr. He now has that second spot. Here's the side-by-side -side battle for third. That's where you'll find Bubba Wallace and Alex Bowman. And they're bouncing off of one another. That's no surprise. They do it again in turn number two. Wallace on the inside, Bowman on the outside. This is the struggle for the third spot with Austin Dillon right behind looking on. They come off of turn four, still wheel to wheel. Still physical between Bubba Wallace and Alex Bowman. Here's Austin Dillon sticking his nose into the mix off turn two. And that works very well for Austin Dillon again. This is Alex Bowman on that outside lane. It did not work to his advantage this time. Finally, he gets in behind Austin Dillon. So he went from a front row start, now riding in the fifth position. Yeah, mark that down if we get another restart. I guess not if, but when we get another caution flag and a restart. That time, uh, that outside lane did not work. And so free-falling all the way back to fifth is Alex Bowman. Out front, Ryan Priest, 30 laps to go. Truex, just a car length back. Bubba Wallace goes third. Dylan fourth. And Alex Bowman completes your top five. Bowman having a little bit of a problem exiting off the corner. And William Byron can see it. So he's going to try to get to the bumper of Alex Bowman. When it comes off the corner, that tail snaps on just, just a little bit. And William Byron will try to take advantage of that and steal away the fifth position from Alex Bowman. 20. 
24 of the 27 starters are still running, and all 24 cars are, in fact, on the lead lap, at least right now. Three cars being scored out of the race, Austin Sendrick, Ty Gibbs, and Eric Jones. There's a number of drivers, I'm guessing, Alex, that are ready to put the car on the transporter and go home. Chase Elliott, dead last on the racetrack. He's 24th. Ryan Blaney, 23rd. You've got Christopher Bell, 22nd. Briscoe, 21st. Suarez, 20th. Not having a very good night. Not having any fun. They... You know, they told him it was supposed to be fun. I'm not sure they're having any. One driver having fun right now. Jason Toy is the man out front. Yeah, Ryan Priest, but he just radioed into the crew and said, guys, I think I'm starting to blow up. They just said, run it all you got and just let it lay out there and see if you can hang in there. He's got Martin Truex Jr. now going to the inside. Battle for the race lead off turn four. Heavy contact. Truex emerges with the top spot. Ryan Priest falls in line second. Behind them, Dan, they're racing for third. Austin Dillon makes a great move on Bubba Wallace down to the insides of turns one and two. Austin Dillon moves up to third. Bubba Wallace back to fourth. So we'll keep an eye on the driver running second. That is Ryan Priest as Truex begins to pull away. Yes or no, one of the top three. Most aggressive drivers on the track all weekend long is the driver in third with the three on the roof, Austin Dillon. Yes or no? Yes, uh, I totally uh, believe in that. He's been physical all weekend long, and he's up to the number three spot. And they uh, they radio monitor all the teams. Matter of fact, every team keeps a, an ear out for what the competition is saying on the channels out there. So they know right now Ryan Priest may be driving a, a wounded duck, if you will, and that's going to enable. Austin Dillon to try to do something with him. Yeah, don't be surprised if he doesn't tag him right now. Oh, Priest off the pace. Dillon into the back of him. Moves Ryan up the racetrack. Dillon now to second. 20 to go. Quick observation. A look around the stadium. Those that came are still here and they're watching the show under the lights. They absolutely are. A lot of fans have been up waving their gear, waving their hats and pumping fists and some of the other fans maybe not so much pumping a fist but getting mad at a driver or two that might be roughing up their driver. The problem, Jason Toy for Ryan Priest is getting worse. Yeah, he says everything is going out in the race car. They told him to turn everything off. He said it's already starting to lose it. He's losing the screen, which has all his tacks and everything on it. He's just trying to hang on. One thing for sure, they know he was there. Ryan Priest led 43 laps. He's not going to lead another one tonight, more than likely. Truex, Dan Hubbard out front and driving away now. He is pulling away and showing the speed that he had yesterday in practice. He was so smooth, so clean. Uh, an absolute proof of concept that going slower is going faster. If you're that smooth, it plays into your hands. And that is exactly what Martin Truex Jr. is doing now. Pulling away from Austin Dillon in that second spot with Bubba Wallace in third. A quick note on Ryan Priest. He's got to be careful here. He has gone from being the leader to being a car that's just in the way. And a lot of guys are just hammering his bumper. Ryan Priest has got to be careful that he doesn't end this race in a spin. Michael McDowell off the pace. He grabs the gear and will continue on. We got 13 laps to go for Martin Trix Jr. Jeff, but don't give him the gold medal yet. He's catching the tail end of the field. And that's Chase Elliott and Suarez and Blaney and Austin Dillon is doing everything he can to run him down. How about Truex? A driver a few years ago that could not win on a short track. 
and now he's a master of them. You're keeping an eye on Michael McDowell. He may bring the caution out. Yeah, he may have an electrical issue himself in that Ford Mustang. He will go, and then he'll slow way down. Then he'll go and slow way down. We stay under the green flag. Jeff, 10 laps to go. Truex off turn number four. He's about seven car lengths behind catching Chase Elliott and the rest of the field. But Dan Truex has got a 10 car linked advantage on Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon looks in the mirror and he sees Bubba Wallace. But here comes Truex off of turn four. Now only three and a half car lengths off the rear end of Chase Elliott. Caution on the speedway because Michael McDowell could not make the hard turn. Not his fault. We've seen this problem all weekend long. The way the barriers are separating the racing surface from the infield. McDowell was on the apron doing all he could to get the car to the infield, but that turn in is just way too tight from that inside lane. There's no way he can make that turn. Green flag back in the air. Truex with a great jump. Dylan right behind Bubba Wallace to the outside. Boy, Bubba Wallace tried very hard on that outside to stay with Martin Truex Jr., but it just didn't work. And here is Austin Dillon trying to stay glued to the rear bumper, but Martin Truex's car is just too strong. He starts to pull away. Bubba Wallace now gets into the back of Austin Dillon. They're going to continue to mix it up. That'll enable Truex to drive away up off turn number four. One, two, three, four taps from Bubba Wallace on Austin Dillon. He'll have none of it and he fights back. They are just beating and banging from second on back and all the while Martin Truex Jr. pulls away. Goodbye, good night. Truex gone, but the fight is on for second and it may be a fight before it's all said and done. Here comes Austin Dillon back on Bubba Wallace and Wallace will go around and he'll back that Toyota into the fence. You knew it was coming. You just didn't know who was going to throw the knockout punch first. Would it be Austin Dillon? Would it be Bubba Wallace? It turns out knockout punch delivered by Austin Dillon, but I'm not sure Bubba Wallace is done yet. Nope, he's going to pull right down and he's going to get into Austin Dillon's car. Bubba Wallace pulls down off the uh, the two and a half degree banking and drives into the right front of Austin Dillon and sits in front of Dillon now, but uh, good old short track racing. Uh, that's just part of it. And we're not done yet. Field works their way back to turn number four. It's Martin Truex Jr. and Kyle Busch after the choose on the front row. Green is back in the air. Truex to the inside of Kyle Busch. Austin Dillon is there. Alex Bowman on the outside of row two. Austin Dillon gave Martin Truex Jr. a bump. It helped a little bit, but here comes Kyle Busch on the outside. They are almost side by side, but here comes Martin Truex Jr. He'll lead the field back to turn one. Six laps to go. Kyle Busch from the back of the field up to second looking for more they want him up further back but everybody gets away here comes Truex off turn four five laps to go Martin Truex Jr. is the leader AJ Allmendinger hits the wall everybody bounces off of AJ but they keep them pointed in the same direction they are slipping and sliding all over the place particularly off the exit of the corner bottom line Martin Truex Jr. is once again pulling away great move now by Austin Dillon to the inside of Kyle Busch Austin Dillon now in second spot. Well, he may have come to second spot, but I don't know without a caution if he can run down the race later. Martin Truex Jr. trying to get away. He's up by four over Dillon. Dillon doing everything he can to catch Martin Truex Jr. smoking the tires upon entry of the corner. They all go around turns three and four. Truex continues to pull away. Two laps to go. Martin Truex Jr. off turn number two. He's got three car lengths on second place. Austin Dillon back to turn 
turns one, or three and four, rather, and the white flag is in the air. Final lap of the Bushlight Clash. It looks like Martin Truex Jr. may take the win here at the Coliseum. Off the corner he comes. He still has a three-car length, four-car length advantage over Austin Dillon, who's being hounded by Kyle Busch. MTJ, Martin Truex Jr. has scored the win in the Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum. Truex dominating this event, the second half of the event, and drives to victory lane. Now the pyro going off to our right. Big pile up also off to our right down in turns one and two. Truex scores the win in the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. NASCAR Live Race Day continues on the Motor Racing Network. Back at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, it is over in the Bushlight Clash. Martin Truex Jr. gets the win. He gets out of his race car on the front stretch, stands on the windowsill, and the thousands of race fans are saluting him in his efforts here tonight. Boy, what a drive by Truex. And, oh, by the way, it would appear as though the title fight has come to an end. Uh, it doesn't appear as though anybody has boiled over, or have they? Because there are still a number of drivers that are outside on the racetrack in turn two. But it looks like cooler heads will prevail. You're going to hear from our top three, maybe more. The gold medal tonight at the Coliseum goes to Martin Truex Jr. By the way, the silver goes to Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch. What a rally back. That is going to be a team to reckon with very, very shortly. Kyle Busch, what a drive from the tail end of the field all the way back up to third, and Kyle Busch will take home the bronze. Silver and bronze to Richard Childress Racing in the clash to get the season going. That's about as good as it gets. Here's how they finished in the Bushlight Clash. Truex with the win over Austin Dillon. Kyle Busch, Alex Bowman will settle for fourth in front of his teammate Kyle Larson. Six, Tyler Reddick. Ryan Priest hung in there and battled tip of the cap to Ryan and that entire organization. Seventh place. Ross Chastain, eighth. Denny Hamlin, ninth. And William Byron was tenth. Eleventh, Justin Haley. Twelfth, Kevin Harvick. Christopher Bell, thirteenth. Noah Gregson, 14th. Chase Briscoe was 15th. Joey Logano, 16th. Ryan Blaney, 17th. 18th through 20th are Eric Almarola, Daniel Suarez, and A.J. Allmendinger. Chase Elliott already looking forward to Daytona Beach coming up in two weeks. Chase Elliott was 21st, 22nd to Bubba Wallace. Todd Gilliland was 23rd. Michael McDowell, 24th. Austin Sindrick, 25th, 26th. Ty Gibbs, 27th went to Eric Jones. Now let's go down to Ruoff Mortgage, Victory Lane, and Steve Post. Ah, uh, Martin Truex Jr., congratulations starting the season out in Victory Lane. How big is this for you guys? Uh, man, it's huge after last year, you know, going winless all year and having so many heartbreakers and feeling like we were doing a lot of really good stuff, you know, and um, we just could never put it all together. So, to, you know, racing's a fickle, fickle business. Sometimes you don't change anything, and um, things turn and go your way a little bit, and you find yourself in victory lane. So, you know, Best Pro Shops Club Camry was awesome tonight. It was awesome all weekend. I was really nervous as we talked earlier on MRN about qualifying last night. I I went to bed last night thinking it's going to be a long day, and uh, to be able to do what we did in the heat race really gave me a lot of confidence. And then it was just uh, kind of battle all night and try to be smart, try to stay around the front because, you know, you only got to lead the last one. And... Um, you know, Priest was really strong. Uh, he had some problems, obviously. Hate that for him. He's a great kid, great driver. 
glad to see him in the Cup Series full-time, but um, we really needed this after last year. We needed a shot in the arm, and uh, this is a big one for us. No doubt about it. We'll see him in Daytona in a few weeks. Congratulations. Can't wait, man. Thank you. There we go. Martin Truex Jr. and a happy crew down here celebrating winning the Bush Light shootout here, or Bush Light clash here at the uh, L.A. Coliseum. Congratulations to Martin Truex Jr. down in Ruoff Mortgage Victory Lane. Can't do it without the people behind the scenes. Craig Moore back home in Charlotte, North Carolina. He's our uh, audio engineer. Our broadcast engineer is Steve Fridley. Our producer, as always, is Ryan Horn. Dan Hubbard had you covered. He's from Anaheim, California, already heading back home. Jason Toy and Steve Post brought you everything you needed to know all weekend. Now for my broadcast partner. His name is Alex Hayden. My name is Jeff Striegel. We congratulate Martin Truex Jr., gold medal winner of the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the Express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.